0: Hey Bryce, it's your girl Sid from Survivor Korang, stopping by to say hey, and I love what you're doing. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to keep continue listening to your podcast. It's it's a Purple Pants podcast. Check them out.
1: It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You let listening in public might make your stomach hurt. Ooh, it's the Purple Pants. She's trying to unwind, you better get that box wide It's the purple pants podcast. You trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the purple pants. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Purple Pants Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I hope this podcast meets you, greets you, that you're doing well. And if not, I guarantee after you done listening you'll be in a better place i'm so excited to be recording this week's episode you know baby boy is definitely wetting his whistle this week hold on mm. Whew. listen so it's been a week and you know i'm about to unwind and get in that crown royal and apple juice and spilling my tea to you guys So, baby boy, been through a lot this week. And, you know, I just wasn't in my most normal cheerful self and you know i was just my friends asking like what's going on how you feeling i'm like not that great and so maybe on thursday uh wendell stopped by my house and brought me some crown apple and some local apple juice from a local apple farm that's near the philadelphia area and so you know just was like i hope this helps you get into the holiday spirit because you know your baby boy loves the holiday so that's definitely what i'm wedding my whistle to this week but before we go any further in this podcast, what's up, Purple Pants Posse? What's up to all the new listeners that are discovering everything Bryce Isaiah? Shout out to Netflix and Kagian streaming on Netflix. And I appreciate all of that. But if you could do me a favor, pause this podcast and make sure you guys are subscribing to my podcast, the Purple Pants Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast the back of Uncle Pookie Truck, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you give your baby boy some five stars, and write a review. I love to read the reviews. So the holiday season is upon us. And so by the time this episode comes out, this will be the week of Thanksgiving, dot, dot. I, and I was really excited for Thanksgiving um, I had shared with you guys My plan was that I was going to go to my mom's house Barb And you know we were having a smaller than normal Thanksgiving And the plan was for me to get a COVID test And make sure it comes back negative And you know Go to Barb house and create our holiday memories One thing that's really special about My mom and I is that we both share A love for the holidays And so we make a big production Even if it's just me and my mom and John Or my brothers, my stepsisters We just really make a big production of it And so I was a little disappointed this week When I was looking to schedule a COVID test Uh, Like I've shared with you guys before My mom recently uh, had surgery this summer They found cancer And you know, it was a mass in her stomach And my mom had surgery Thank God they were able to remove it and she's currently in remission. And so I, we take COVID seriously in our family. And so we, my mom's immune system is compromised. She just had surgery. We don't want to risk getting mother Barb sick. And so, although my mom has canceled Thanksgiving in essence, you know, I still wanted to go up and, you know, spend time with my mom and John. So my plan was to get a COVID test and go up. However, earlier, maybe like two weeks ago, I started looking into getting COVID tests in the Philadelphia area where I'm from. And at that time, you could only schedule a COVID test like two to three days out. And so I'm a social worker and my job requires me to go into people's homes. And, you know, so I'm out and about. I have a somewhat active social life. And so I'm like, okay, good. This was two weeks ago. I'm like, all right, good. You can schedule them. Three days was like the maximum that I could find. And so earlier this week, I was like, okay, let me start the process of scheduling my COVID test. Baby boy was getting a little frustrated because by, I would say, Wednesday or Thursday, I started seeing that the availability of these COVID tests were very far. and few and some of the dates were like a day before Thanksgiving a lot of the dates that you could schedule to get a COVID test in my area was like in December and so I'm like okay I'm gonna keep looking keep trying to figure out what I can do but that didn't really help a lot and so I was a little disappointed in the sense that I was not able to schedule a COVID test that I could get my results back in time uh, to know whether or not I was, you know, negative or positive. Not only to mention that, you know, when you're scheduling these tests, they've got the rapid tests, which I know from experience are not as accurate as I would like. Then they have like the antibody tests, which is if you've had COVID before, then you would have like the antibodies. I was really looking for the current infection infectious test so that test whether or not you currently have it in your body and that you know that's the one where they stick it up your nose and or they can draw blood and so none of those tests were readily available to myself so i'm calling my mom i'm getting really frustrated and my mom's like it's not a big deal bryce like you know we'll just have to make do and so that really kind of dampered my spirit because y'all know i'm in my Early to late 20s to early 30s And as long as I've been On this earth there's never been a Thanksgiving that I have not Spent with my mom that I've not been You know in the kitchen Cooking with my mom and for me Thanksgiving time is a uh, a special time for my mom Don't get me wrong Baby boy loves Christmas But you know I think when I was a freshman In college And I didn't go far I went to Temple University Which is right there in Philly But I lived on campus I remember me coming home uh, to school, uh c- Coming home from school And that Thanksgiving The night before Barb's in you know The kitchen cooking up And you know She let me drink a little bit with her and that was actually the time that I came out to my mom. Not that I felt like I needed to come out to my mom, but that was the time that I was just like, hey mom, you know, girl, we sisters. And so for me, Thanksgiving means a lot to me. It means the acceptance that I already knew from my mom, but it it was more like confirmation. So it just made me upset and sad that I would not be able to. This would literally be my first Thanksgiving not spending it with my mom. And me, A the youngest child of four, my mom was a single parent. My mom is my everything to me. And I, you know, in my later years in life, I want to show her how much she means to me. And so little things like our holiday traditions and things of that nature really mean a lot to me so I was really in the pits about not being able to go visit my mom but I've seen a couple of memes on the Instagram and it's like I rather a zoom Christmas I am I rather a zoom Thanksgiving than see ICU Christmas and me being a responsible young adult I want to put my mom's health first so that sort of has me down in the dumps But I'm sure a lot of you can relate because this whole year has been so unconventional and especially with the holiday times. And I just wanted to share the story to just say that you're not alone. We all going through it and I'm going to be FaceTime a barb all day. All night, we're going to get this family Zoom together because I, you know, that's important to us. And so I know that a lot of the holiday traditions may not be normal, but we got to think outside of the box. And we have to think about the bigger picture. And we want our family members, our loved ones to be around for a long period of time. And we don't want to let Miss Rona stop us. So that's kind of sort of been having your baby boy down in the dumps. But Again, I'm just really thinking about the bigger picture and keeping myself safe, my mom safe, John safe, and the rest of my family members safe. Um, so that's just been like, you know, just weighing on baby boy's heart. But, In other news, what has really been bringing me a lot of joy is that we've talked about it before, but y'all know CBS and Netflix worked out a deal where they are streaming in the U.S. some Survivor seasons. And listen. And listen to me clear. They only picked two seasons. They picked season 20 and season 28. And you know, yeah, baby boy is a part of season 28. And a lot of my haters back when I was on, like, you're a nobody. You nothing. You was voted out there. But guess what? Baby boy is on Netflix now. And I talked about it before. Like in 2015, I was like, you know what? I want to be on a Netflix series. And 2020. Baby Boy is on a Netflix series. Now, it's not really what I envision, but it's a stepping stone in the right direction. I just also want to give a huge shout out to within this last week of the amount of love that i have been getting on my social medias which is bryce isaiah of the people following me the people commenting on my content saying like i watch a survival with my family and my mom love you my little brother love you people sending me screenshots people showing me love like yes they voted you out too soon they did you wrong like and i'm just living for
2: all
1: of it so make sure you subscribe to the purple pants podcast make sure you show your boy bryce isaiah On the Instagram, the Facebook, the uh, what else is there? The Twitter. I ain't make a TikTok yet, cause I don't know if I want to make a TikTok yet. But it's just literally the love has been overwhelming, and this has happened to me six years ago. And I, you know, I, you you know how your baby boy. I'm very indifferent about how my season played out. However, I'm never a sore loser, and I'm blessed to be a part of. Co- I'm blessed to be a part of Survivors, my favorite show. So the fact that although the outcome was not what I wanted it to be, I still celebrate it. And not only celebrate it, I've been a champion of diversity. I've been a champion of getting our story right. And I'm just happy to know that six years ago, people still get in a life from some dot, 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 dot. And because of me and the countless other survivors that have spoken out about the betrayal of BIPOC, black indigenous people about our edits, you know, CBS has now committed to in their future future, excuse me, seasons of 50 percent. And, you know, for me, that. Means the world to me. So I am so happy that people are falling in love with Survivor. And although Miss Rona got the world on lock. When Survivor does re-enter the atmosphere. You know what? There will be better representations of people that look like me. People that sound like me. People that can relate to what i've been through and that for me makes your baby boy want to scream to the top of the roof who emily but listen instead of doing all of that i'm gonna just sip this crown royal courtesy of my brother Wendyzy. hold on mm. Ooh, it's so good So so good, but let's get into this podcast. Let me give you the rundown of this week. Okay, so I make so we got a jam, jammy, jam, jam jam-packed episode for you guys this week. On the menu this week, we've got the church announcements. I've got Jatia Hart Taylor giving us some Real Housewives of Potomac tea. I've got my boo, Brooke Cam High, giving us the rundown of the amazing race. And then earlier this week, I tweeted, I said, is anybody watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Okay. And Nicole on Twitter, Behind the Secret responded. So we got Nicole and myself reviewing the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You know, we got advice with Bryce. And then, baby, this week, we've got Purple Pants Promotions. OK, Brent Wagamont. Oh, no, that's, that is definitely not his name. Brent Walgamont. OK, R-H-A-P Royalty. He is on the new season of Sequester. So we have a quick little chitty chat. And we got the freak of the week so listen pour your drink okay put your seatbelt on if you traveling to wherever you going for the holidays okay put the hand sanitizer squint squint on your hands and let's get into these church announcements <laughs> And so on this week's church announcements, I just really want to bring awareness to the Cagayan region of the Philippines. Yes, I've talked about it before. Netflix is now featuring Cagayan and, you know, I'm appreciating all the love but I really want to bring awareness to the Luzerne the Solana the Cagayan region of the Philippines that was really affected by the typhoon that happened a couple of weeks ago and I just really want to ask of my purple pants posse to Show some love to that region I am working with a local organization I don't have the name right now Because I'm still in contact with them And I just There's some A couple of other things That I want to make sure That I can verify But If you guys are donating to the Red Cross or any organization that helps support the actual people in Kageyan, please DM me the screenshots of the photos of you donating because I would like to offer a five-minute Skype call with your baby boy. I really want to show some love, but please know that I am working on something major. Uh, a, A fundraising event that is major, but I'm still in the groundworks of it right now. And I'm still figuring out the logistics with an organization right now. So I can't say it as of yet, but just know that your baby boy has seen it. I am praying for them and I've donated to the Red Cross and I want to donate to other organizations as well. But if any of my Purple Pants Posse has donated, please screenshot it to me and DM me. And I want to offer a five minute Skype call with you just for my gratitude and just to show you love. But I am working on something that could be historic. So please keep a listen on the church announcements the next church announcement i just want to let you y'all y'all already know where this is going so use like baby boy i already but let me let me just take a sip of this crown royale and this apple juice because it got your baby boy Mm-mm-mm. shout out listen i can't shout out when dizzy enough hold on mm. just want to let y'all know the bryce isaiah 2021 zaddy and hot girl summer calendars are available for purchase and the proceeds of the hot girl calendar is going to the american cancer society so listen it's a good cause you know supporting young black entrepreneurs i also have the purple pants podcast 2.0 hooties i've got coasters i've got stickers i got pins what you want I got you. What you looking for? I got that heat in there. Smoke. What you looking for? Just click the link in my Twitter and in my Instagram bios, or you can just go straight to Bryce Isaiah. That's I Z Y A H dot my Shopify and bless your life. Now let's get into this meat and potatoes or cause you know, it's Thanksgiving. I got the greens, beans, tomatoes, matas, hams, hog, ha, hog. Ha. I don't think I'm doing it right. Shirley Caesar, what is it, girl? No. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ranch, raw meat. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey. raw meat. you name it! Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ranch, raw meat. Beans, greens,
3: potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes chicken, turkey,
1: chicken, turkey. raw meat. Let's get into this menu. It's a men who, It's a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a menu. It's a menu. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. Keeping the menu rolling. I got my girl, your Hart Taylor. Back, back, back again. What's popping? Money can't buy you class. Oh, oh. Oh yeah, no, girl. You're supposed to say you're supposed to, girl. You need my a friend. No, it's huh, money it. well, can't buy it. your class. Money can buy. I like your my class. breathy version. I look, first of all, I like my oh alto. Yeah. girl. I like, I, like my alto I like my alto on top like of the this note. Line, my, my friend. friend. Oh against, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Y- Sorry. Levy say she
0: okay don't be I mean be cool okay don't be uncool
1: (laughs) dot 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but listen so Jensia and I we just watched this week's episode of the Real Housewives of Potomac and listen 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 I don't even have time to give y'all the rundown of what they've been doing in Portugal and a puncher. First of all, Portugal
0: is puncher boring. Puncher, uh, puncher, puncher. Side cars, you riding on a funicular and a or whatever. All that is boring. That was like, fun though. I'm sorry. I, it, and girl, if we were to do that, They do not that, you would do a justice. Be, but I mean, you, look, this is the thing. We we could be sitting in a paper bag and we gonna have fun. So they, true. I feel like you know they really just didn't. I don't know. I don't think it was Portugal, though. I don't know if they chose like the wrong city because they weren't in the big city or what not.
1: But I, mean, I thought, you know, I went to Portugal and I felt like the city, like where I was at it wasn't that exciting, but I mean, I still had fun. Hey, can I ask you a question?
0: Sure, are you recording? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. It wasn't updated on mine. Okay, I'm here. You know, I did right before we started. I just, I
1: did with my whistle okay, a little Okay, I'm drinking some. I'm drinking some Wendy'sy Punchel. He stopped by my house the <laughs> other day and gave me some holiday cheer, some Crown Royale, and some apple juice, which is my version of Punchel. I just started drinking, like.
0: Oh. I mean, let, let's be honest. You know that that means like I take half
1: a shot. A teaspoon of some alcohol girl and child. You ready to do it? Strip. Exactly. You ready to get in the dominatra?
0: So it's funny because people are like, oh, you know, how did you get cast on Survivor? And I was like, look, I got cast on Survivor because I, I only need a teaspoon to turn up. That That's why I was on Survivor, because it don't take but a a kick in, a, a wind in my direction for me to just go from zero to 100.
1: Streaming like, now <laughs> on Netflix.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So, okay. so, I'm ready. I'm tart. Okay. Well, listen. So, like I was saying, Purple Pants Posse, that was y'all mantra to Portugal. I just want to get down to the nitsy of the gritty, and I don't mean Candace's titty. Um, listen. I'll, I'll take a Titty. Girl, here you go girl, come on now, girl. You you just wanna be that's freaking another, to That's another that's hey. I desire you. Child, you trying to go to an EDM <laughs> concert? <with laughs>
0: Ashley, I hear some David Guetta and uh,
1: okay. <laughs> child. Keep them dirty hands and the poncho to yourself. Exactly,
0: hand sanitized before you come over here with that David Guetta mess. Anyway, okay. Um, so, so we, let's we just—we are tap dancing all around this. Yeah, so no, you are. I'm not tap dancing.
1: I'm twerking. I'm twerking right on beat, and I'm getting right on Ashley and Karen's ass. Ooh, That's where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> I'm there, too. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: okay.
1: let's listen. Let's. So, we know that Ashley confided in Giselle and Robin that she wrote an assassin, assassination of character uh, against uh, Candace for Monique as a quick pro quo since Candace said... I mean, since Monique lost the footage of Michael allegedly grabbing ass at her uh, rainbow party, okay? Let's just call it what it is. And Ashley, and here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Ashley had every right to write that statement. Yes, she did. No, okay. Bitch, I'm talking. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My friend. (laughs) She had every right to write that statement. It was well within her rights. However, you know, when they say I'm drawing a line in the sand, she drew that line in the sand and I truly believe she did it for revenge and that's really the problem that I have is that like you know she wrote this quite she wrote this statement it wasn't like Monique's a great mother and she's got you know for busy mom podcast and I think that she's a great friend like you know she wrote it to assassinate Candace's character and I've said this before the last time that we talked it like why get in the middle of it friend or not why get in the middle of it and listen you guys are on a nationally syndicated television show you don't think that Monique and all of the coins and how many how, how, you don't have a home I have four homes okay okay four you homes go, all of that, and you go, four I'm, degrees <laughs> how many degrees four degrees I <laughs> that's I'm, a teaspoon of vodka right there. I'm sure your attorney could have subpoena Bravo and got the, that footage of Monique and Candace and put it in the evidence. Like the fact that she want to, like Wendy said, snake around and ask Ashley to do that is like, that's that pisses me off. And then for my thing is, Ashley own it. Same. Okay. All okay. right. Go- Okay, you didn't set your point because you're okay. you about to Look, go three I got another point. down the road. You, go you about ahead, to, my you have pass the
0: address. you you down the road on the next block. So let me go ahead and get my point in there. Don't be all uncool. uncool.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so my point is that um, Ashley did it for her friend. And let me tell you something. Maybe it was shady would Her not co-worker. care oh, well, who, whoever whatever let me tell you something if you my friend Bryce and you want me to tell um somebody else who we kind of know maybe sort of cool with did something to you i'm gonna tell it all i'm loyal to the soil as some people say um but i i don't care you my friend i i got your back and that's loyalty and i don't care what the old girl got to say about it and i would boss the up and tell you to your face what I did because so, ain't no shame in the game. So let me tell you, if you need a character assassination for something that's true, it ain't it ain't an assassination if it's true, honey. She but did it wave is. that. She but did wave is. the butter butter knife. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you need <laughs> okay. a, if you, if somebody wave a butter knife in my face and then they attack you, you damn right I'm gonna write a letter for you, and that's all. First of all, it. I'm
1: from Philly. We'll not will we talk to the popo. Okay, if I'm gonna get in a fight, I'm gonna get in a fight. Win or lose, that's it point blank period okay so what you're
0: saying is um candace is wrong for filing charges in the first place there you go you said don't talk to the popos girl
1: i said i said me girl you said you write a, a character assassination for me i i'm not talking about them what i am saying is is that candace had every right if she beat your ass, okay, if she molly whopped you, girl, and you on national TV, and you know she tried it, and she's on social media bragging about it, oh, baby, I would absolutely sue. But I, I'm going to put that on a pause, and I'm going to get back to Ashley, because I'm not done dragging her milk boobies uh, lead the milk out of it. That is nature's That is
0: uh no. gold from your body. So we just leave the breast milk out of it. The breast I know, I'm just done. saying,
1: she while she pumping her milk, I'm gonna drag her. Because here is okay. literally what it boils down for me is is that you are You and Candace, yes. Y'all had your issues and Monique is taking full advantage of that. So, one, see what Monique is doing. So, I just want you to see that. Two, you and Candace are working on your relationship. However, Uh when you wrote that character assassination, this is the only thing. This is, if Ashley did this, then I I would not be on this microphone screaming at her. However, what pissed me off about Ashley was, I, I. I mean, I'm going to tell it to her face, and if that's how she chooses to react to it, then so be it. Like, no, bitch, you're not giving her it. Like, what is she supposed to say? Okay, girl, that's fine. Like, no, that's some snake-ass shit. Excuse my language, Purple Pants Posse, but I'm on the punch ya. That's some snake-ass shit. Ashley say, like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I know we are trying to get over our hump, Monique. I mean, Candace. But I don't F with you. And that's point blank, period. Say that. Don't smile in my face. And then don't try to, all of a sudden, you are, you know, you're feeling like your light is being dimmed because Candace now has the shine that you had as the single person on the thing. And now when she brings up her mother, her journey, now all of a sudden, you want to be feeling some type of way when, like, she's already apologized to it. Like, girl, you're just trying to give yourself, uh you're just trying to start an argument. I'm back. I'm back. So, um, oh, oh, I went, I went into- oh, um, oh,
0: a no, drink oh, while you were on oh, your rant. Oh. So, what were you?
1: Oh. Oh. Uh, no, you did not just try. No, you. You are no, like on it, sir. No, you did not character Cause, assassinate cause I, I me for like my I feel like I left to get to drink. <laughs>
0: And I came back three minutes later and you talked about the same thing. Okay. All right. We get it. You don't, you don't like what you get.
1: Oh, (laughs) Gentia. Gentia Hart Taylor. If you was was in Philadelphia right now, you would be Candace and I would be Moana. I was about to say, you be waving a butterfly knife in my face. (laughs) Girl, I cannot believe you just character assassinated me like that on my own podcast. I mean, you was going
0: in too, honey. That is so funny. So, um, yeah, okay. She did something. Whatever. I don't. I'm over it. Yeah. I, I guess that's my point. I'm over it. I know you' mad, but you know you' mad and you getting gray hairs, and we moving on and going about our business. So I she I I think look. She told the girl to her face, it wasn't some snake shit. She it said, was. "This is okay, all right." I mean, uh, look, whatever. And guess what? I'm loyal to my friends. I do some snake shit for you.
1: I mean, and I but see, that's the part that I feel like you're missing. I get it, like, and I appreciate that. Even though, as your friend, I'm not gonna ask you to do no snake ass for me. Because, you ain't got to ask. I mean, oh, cha child, child, you. <laughs> Bloop. I appreciate that. But it does bother me. So I'll I will I will I digress on Ashley EDM no mm. hand sanitizer hand in the Coochie <laughs> Darby. Dirty Coochie. Dirty, Dirty Coochie Dirty, Darby. Coochie hand. <laughs> Dirty Coochie Darby. OK. But I also Dirty digit like, Darby. <laughs> I also like how in this episode, Candace did get her together because when she was describing the alleged threesome that she had with her husband, the girl said a different concert than when she actually told the original story. So I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay, Ashley Darby trying to be Freak of the Week. Now, let me also... Gather your favorite person on this season.
0: Oh, wait. Just before we go on, I just want to say congratulations. Ashley Darby is having another little boy. So I just want to put that g- girl, get them titties ready. Put them things to work. Wah, 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 wah,
1: wah. Girl. I tasted your breast milk before.
0: I know. It was good. It was so good. I don't like milk, but I my breast milk is I mean, really good. I mean, it
1: didn't, like, this. no shade to you, but it didn't taste like anything. mm. I mean like I've just I remember we were like we were in Virginia <laughs> I mean I ain't got nothing to say to that. Okay. I mean look like no I mean I was like Well one I didn't think that you would actually like accept my challenge but she was like sure and then pour some in like a little thing. We were in Virginia at your tea party. Um but that was just random. Um <laughs> but also let me just gather your LaDom
0: Okay. Now first of all I just wanna say Karen is winning this season, but go ahead you done? Yeah. I uh, am. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: I'll take that as a no. Um, so, like I was saying, this is my issue with Karen, is that... You are trying to play both – like, here – again, my whole issue with Ashley and Karen is, like, just pick a side. Just say that you are team Monique, and the only reason that you are even trying to play the middle side is that you want to film with the other girls, because the other girls have made it clear they not messing with Monique. But anyway, but so here's my issue is that, like, Karen is acting like she's playing the middle, but she's really not, and she's clearly biased. And that's the only thing that I have to say. Like, you're not being a good friend. You're not – so, I I won't say that she's not being a good friend to Candace. This is what I will say. You are being a better friend to Monique. Mm. Okay.
0: You know what? I think that Ashley would be okay with that.
1: Girl, I'm talking about Karen.
0: I think everybody who's not okay with it. I think you and Candace and uh, what's her name with the big ass bow. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, Wendy. You y'all the only people who've who stopped
1: And mind him. you, I'm I'm like the more and more I get to see a Wendy, I'm liking Wendy and I'm liking Wendy seeking up for Candace as well. And I'm liking her to saying like, oh, so you writing a, ca- a character assassination? Mm, okay. And also, uh, Kate, Wendy they, is weak. Weak Wendy girl. has no storyline. Um, she
0: has and I
1: don't know, like girl, do you? need another teaspoon do you need another teaspoon also while I have your attention I wanted to say that they answered our question remember we were talking about Candace's single and I was like well I looked online so literally which is just weird like not and again, so just so you know, I I'm think not, they were listening. Do you think they
0: listened and then they went back and like re edited it? Because you know, I, I wouldn't they be surprised because
1: you know, I do have some executives at high networks that listen to the Purple Pants Posse there the you podcast. Go. But here's the thing what I, I would just say I think it's like really bad for business for Candace is that obviously when she was in the studio recording her go go remix of When I See You or whatever the name of her song is, they just released it because it came out in 2019. And I just think that's so weird that like you I don't I think that's good business Reset no. Like no. Brand. good no. business is you release it when it's on the episode she needs to have she needs she needs to take a class at Candy Code Nights okay Candy, Candy can Coded. Nights.
2: nights
1: love it so that's funny because I'm not even a big fan of candy but um Love yeah candy. like I just th- I just thought that that was so weird like girl and you know me i I have I, I know a thing or two about releasing music and I know a thing or two about charting music okay what you're looking for is still available on Hello. iTunes, Spotify okay the back of my uncle Pookie's truck if you need it okay me
0: down what which what, what, what's the cross street he on At
1: Crenshaw and Butterfield boom. Okay. And Bryce Isaiah is releasing new music in 2021. However, I can't um, wait till we get in the studio. Oh, yes. Uh, Upcoming. But I'm just saying, I just thought that was weird, though. Like, girl, what? Like, and and then you're not even promoting the song. Just weird. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Do you see the poncho? The poncho is really stinking up on me. At the end of the day, I really like Hmm. Ashley Darby for the show. I just think that. Ashley as a mother and the, the evolution of Ashley, not a fan of it. And I will say this, what I will say about Karen. I love to hate Karen. I think Karen is, she stands her ground, whether I agree or disagree with it. I love to watch Karen. I love to see Karen throw shade. And I was telling you this earlier in the week. Karen was on Wendy Williams and Bay Bay. She was throwing major shade at Giselle and Robin. Robin did not include her in her embellished line, and I yeah, thought. Yeah, I didn't. But, I actually thought that was a little shady. No, not 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 at all. She just said that oh her photos God. weren't the best, and she said it directly to Karen. Okay, they, ain't, Wendy ain't that, had ain't plastic that what hair. On. Did ain't that what Wendy Ashley had did? plastic hair? Ain't that what I,
0: Ashley did?
1: What do you mean? Ashley-, Ashley Ashley said it right to Candace's face like you said it and uh Robin said it right to Karen's face that like it just didn't work but out. But the point was
0: she was not taking those girls for beauty. She was mm-hmm. not casting them for beauty, she was casting them for their reputations, and so, so she should have just said that. But here's and the thing also, though, girl. If, but if that it, was the case, she should have warned Karen before it came out. But whatever. I I mean but whatever.
1: Here's the thing, girl. Say for the Bryce Isaiah twenty twenty one hot girl summer killer. Girl, if you would have submitted a trash photo despite your represent... Re- rapper- <laughs> Despite, but you would have
0: told me first of all you wouldn't have let me submit no trash photo first well i
1: mean like i mean Rob, like you you would have took the photos and sent it to me and if they were not good i would have robin dixon you i would have let you know like girl it's just no, you not wouldn't gonna work have. out let me tell you something no you wouldn't have. i
0: know i know you know that that, that <laughs> would not have happened sir okay well, but i'm just well, we gonna saying. keep it moving because we ain't got time for that on this podcast
1: I'm they just saying, mean, girl, gonna cut money out can't of buy you class, okay?
0: But it can Poses buy you a damn Photoshop, so you need to hook your sister front, up.
1: Okay? It's either you okay. got it or you don't. And Karen didn't have it. She just didn't. All right.
0: So moving on, another thing that I wanted to discuss in this episode is the fashion. So I have to say that I'll give it up for Candace. She totally won the fashion show um, in, in Portugal. She was killing it. So she had on um, very cute bathing suit. She had a white bathing suit where she came to lunch one day. And then she also had the pink one piece. Loved both of this. She was killing the highways, which I think as a black woman is kind of hard to pull off because, you know, we already got the Hips. Oh, and then yeah, and then she also killed it at the Dominatrix party, and yeah, I served it. She had, it. She had dominatrix the Dominatrix party.
1: She had her cheeky cheeks out.
0: Yes, and cute cheeky cheeks, honey. They was
1: cute too, so I'm I'm all for it. I mean, they don't have nothing on mine, but she definitely was a little cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. Now, the the other bomb drop that I thought was so interesting was that on this episode, it was very clear that Karen, um, you know, she's moving on from LaDom, and she is, you know... tilt your wig uh bang she has a wig line you know
0: now i've seen karen's wig line um and it's it's in all the stores now like you know you go online you you do see her wig line so uh, props to
1: that like i ain't never seen now, la Dame in the store well la Dame is at Bloomingdale's, so you know um but she very clearly says to the girls monique is not invited then we see on next week's episode that monique comes and Karen says I never said that so I am really excited for to see the drama that unfolds with that and to really you know go back and forth with you on what will what happen uh, with all of that but I'm really have to say I'm very interested in um And the real housewives of potomac this season they definitely bring in the heat and the smoke
0: i agree so i also since we're talking about fashion i just need to give a boo of the week to um there was an outfit that was very unfortunate at the dominatrix party and that would be giselle and those control top hose. did you not see those control top holes? like you, you're supposed to wear the sheer to waist hose, boo boo when you're wearing like short pants and stuff like that and like her like control grip like i understand there's some maybe some ripplage in your upper thigh area but this is not the time to bust out the super you know control panel tops so I just want to point that out before we move on from that. But, yes, I am so interested in the Real Housewives. It is heating up. Um, I can't wait to see what happens at the wig shift party. Um, I see Monique coming back. She's not looking very remorseful, which is not a good look, in my opinion. So we'll see. You done? <laughs> See, you just, I already, I already dropped that bomb. You late, boom Okay, girl. And I'm a re, I'm
1: a re drop them. Uh-huh. Boom. Put <laughs> them, boom, 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 boom. But have an amazing Thanksgiving, Jatia. Thank you so much yes, for coming on. Yes. Thanks and, for having me. And, you know, and boom, boom, and in ch- and chat ch- ch- with me. And also, huge shout out to Jatia serving in the Bryce Isaiah 2021 hot oh. Girl Summer Calendar. Yuck. I'm glad I did not have to Robin Dixon her, but I would never because one things for certain two things for sure Jatia knows her angles
0: yes catch the light boo
1: yes and we I'll talk to you in two weeks happy gobble gobble
0: yes thanks purple pants posse and keeping the
1: menu rolling hold on (laughs) oh happy day oh happy day, oh happy day, oh happy day with Leo and Alana, Leo and Alana when they went home oh happy day now before we start this Ouch. podcast okay before we start this podcast I have a word from the whole great Lanithia Lee. NeNe, what you got to say, boo? And
4: When you dirty, honey, they're up
1: you do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. You never can win when you play a dirty. That's what Nini said. But anyway, back to the Amazing Race recap with my boo, the Brookski, the boo-boo. She is the cam to my high, Miss Brooke Cam High, the winner of season 29 What's Pop and Brookie
5: Poo. Hello. I want to back you up and sing with you all the time, but I I can't sing joy here. I know. I know. I was watching, and I thought Bryce is giggly, but... I mean,
1: you know, so listen, let me just be clear before we go into this. I Mm. do not, Mm. like, take pleasure at people's personal demise, so that's not what I'm doing here. However... (laughs) You know, I'm getting into Amazing Race, and, you know, I got my faves, (laughs) and I got my unfaves. And so, you know, I hate to see people go home just like I hated to see my sisters go home, just like I hated to see Frank and Jerry go home. So, you know, I don't want anyone's time to be over. I want everyone to feel like a winner, but baby. If somebody's got to go. Somebody got to go. <laughs> and it just show it listen. Choose your allies wisely, okay? Choose them wisely, baby, because listen, if you would have helped the sisters out, maybe they would not have chose you Joe ass you Joe ass Joe ass you Joe ass, yield your ass. It's okay sorry.
5: it's just catchy man it's <laughs> catchy and I want to jump in um all right I will say I was a little hard on the amazing race last week I thought it was a little too easy
1: I went all grumpy old man oh. this week who we who we got today who is is it who we got ooh. if grumpy old man ain't in the building ooh, in the building Mm-mm. today? I am just,
5: like, giddy schoolgirl. This this week was my favorite. I think the second episode specifically, and we'll get there, was my favorite episode of the season. Not because of Who Went Home. It was just so (laughs) well put together that... I was just, I took notes being like, yes, yes, a good route, good task, good strategy, good. I was just, everything came together and just sort of fell into place for what I think, personally, people can disagree, was just a perfectly crafted episode of The Amazing Race. For me, it's what the show is about. So why don't we jump in? Okay. And let's talk a little bit about Germany, which... Cool. So they go to Germany. Um, in leg six, they're headed to Berlin to the Berlin Wall. Super cool. Yeah. So cool location. Totally into it.
1: Was I wrong? Before the whole time that they were at the wall, I was thinking David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I mean, he's he's huge in Germany. So I was like, if David Hasselhoff come running on out, oh my I'm a scream.
5: That would have been it. That would have just a celebrity like David Hasselhoff handing you the clue. That just would have been the tops. It's like but, the only thing it needed.
1: Yeah. I would have wanted him in his Baywatch, you know, uh, onesies, though. Come on out. Because <laughs> red shorty yes, short bikini. The little red shorts, honey. Okay. Go on. Okay.
5: So, okay. So I know there's a lot to get through. So... Um, Okay, so the episode starts with Hung talking about how nice it is to be in this Mind 5 alliance that they created back in the salt mines at the very beginning of the season for the first five teams who showed up there. And she's saying how great it is that they can all work together and they're all helping each other out. Which, of course, you now know because you're an expert on The Amazing Race, means that there's foreshadowing that somebody's going to screw somebody over and this alliance is going to fall in the dirt at some point, sometime soon. So they head to, from Paris to the Berlin Wall, they go and they find some little suitcase sitting on the side of the Berlin Wall, they all get their clues, and we're back to having to self-drive a tiny little stick shift car, this little thing called a Trabant. It looks like a clown car, so so you know, and anyone who's listening, when you drive on the Amazing Race and you do a self-drive, the driver's in the front, the navigator's behind them, the cameraman, or woman, i we didn't have any women. Cameraman sits in the passenger seat and the sound person sits behind the passenger seat. These cars were so small that they could not fit a camera person or a sound guy. And at one point you just see a camera propped into the passenger seat because they can't actually Now forget the fact that the cars are small to begin with. You put Gary and D'Angelo into one okay. of these cars. Poor Gary is like head is like Fred Flintstoneing out the roof of the car. Does it feel there
2: it is. Tight.
5: <laughs> exactly. Hank is comfortable. She's like <laughs> lounged out in the back seat, totally fine. But that's okay. Will and James can't drive oh. again. But
1: baby boys,
5: it's okay. They're they're positive about it. They know they're having struggles, and ultimately they get to where they need to be. Although at some point they mess up the clutch in their car so badly that when you do mess up a car or you get a flat tire or something. In the race, you either have the option—well, you wait. You can either fix it, if you can fix it, or you have the option to get a new vehicle delivered to you to start over. They messed up their clutch so badly that they were like, we know we can't fix this. We know we don't have to go that far. They just decided to run it. So they ditched their car and ran. I thought they might get a penalty for it, but you know what? They didn't. I'm cool with it. And—
1: I like their tenacity I like that they were like We're not waiting around For another car We keep moving Move forward So do I And I love that About the amazing race And the more that I, I'm getting into it I like the fact That it's like You're being tested In the sense Like do I Overcome this anxiety And just say F it And like you know And like thinking Outside of the box Is really what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. And I like the fact That it's like Okay bitch I ain't got time To wait for no other car I ain't no mechanic I ain't getting under Nobody hood And changing no oil Let's go baby baby boy, get your book back and let's put these miles to these uh, pavements to our feet. So I and was that's like, exactly
5: really? what they did. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was here for it.
5: Yes. And then you have Kaylin and Haley, who you <laughs> knew weren't going to be able to drive the car. They still can't drive stick shift, but they, it's so positive. I don't, you know what? I don't know how. It's just not in my DNA. I call myself a realist. People call me a pessimist. I say realist. I don't know how they can struggle so much and still laugh so hard. I need to take a lesson from Kaylin and Haley. I need a lesson in positivity because they just giggled the entire time, and I love... I, I'm really starting to love them. Yes.
1: yes I'm loving yes,
5: them. Yes. They were so boring to me in the beginning, not because they're boring people, because they just weren't really edited to do much of anything, and I just... I'm pulling for them now. At this point, I'm watching the episodes, and I find myself going, go, go. Yes, so like, I me, want them to me, do well.
1: Me, you know me. I always root for the underdog, and I'm definitely here for Kaylin and Haley. Like well, they're, they're your like, underdog now. Yes, they are... In my opinion right now, they are above Gary and... I'm about to say Gary <laughs> and Harry. They are above Gary and... <laughs> How does it feel? And, I mean... I Like, I, they really are going... I mean, I, mm, I don't even know. I'm going to just leave it at that. They're above okay. Gary and... For this... Purpose of the episode, Harry. Okay,
5: Harry and Harry, got it. Okay, so everyone else does fine. It's uneventful, not important. So then they have to drive these tiny little clown cars to this teledisco, which is for anyone who didn't see it, the size of a phone booth, and in the middle of, like, a back alley in Berlin, Germany, where they have to go in, and they have to basically, like, jump up and down and dance, like, in this tiny little space for three minutes, the duration of a song, and then, um, so in there, it's like, there's a disco ball, a smoke machine, like, uh, a photo booth kind of set up, and they're dancing around, you can see them in there, and then at the end of the three minutes, a picture pops out on the outside, like it's a photo booth, and it gives them the location of their next clue. So, you have um, Gary hitting his head on the ceiling every time he tries to move. You have uh, Madison and Riley, who arrive at the same time as Hung and she so the four of them decide to go into the little booth together. I rewatched it like six times, Bryce. Poor little Hung. You have these three big dudes around her, and all you can see is just the top of her head. I thought she was going to suffocate. They were just so smushed in. It was hilarious because she's like at chest height to everybody, and you can't see her. But you know she's in there. And in the picture, all you see is like the little dot. At the top of her head Um, And everyone else is fine Again, nothing nothing big happens So everyone does a teledisco And they're told to go to this hotel Which is, it, it looks to be like Maybe a half mile away They don't have to drive very far To the roadblock Now this is where Will and James's clutch Falls out of their car And they decide, screw it We're not waiting for a new car We're running to the hotel Great So they get to this hotel, and there's a yield, and nobody uses it because everyone's so kind and nobody wants to mess anybody up, but the roadblock is where drama ensues. This sets the stage for the next episode. The roadblock simply says, who wants to feel the wind in their hair? Now, if you're paying attention, and you look up, you see that people are going to have to rappel down this huge building, and it's going to be scary. I would have loved to do this. These are my kind of tasks. I never got to do anything heights, but that's okay. We just didn't really pay good attention of who was supposed to do what task on our season. So I love this for a couple of reasons. I love it because there's no elevator to the top of this building. They have to climb the 15, 18 flights of stairs to the top of the building. They weren't told that they had to do anything other than walk down the side of the building. And they have to go one at a time. So if anybody messes up, there were so many lead changes during this, that this is my kind of task that I like to see on the show because it's not linear. People Positions were changing the whole time. So, the racers have to climb to the top of the building and then and they walk down the building. Poor Hung. Hysterical. I have never heard screams like this on a television except in like a 2020 or a Dateline where somebody's murdered. Like this oh. poor woman was, screw- she was debil- but she did it. And I like that. Anyway, they get to the bottom. I think D'Angelo went first, and or Harry goes first. And he gets to the bottom, and this woman at the bottom says, okay, tell me the answer. And he goes, what? What are you talking about? What answer? There were letters as you climbed down the building, flashing letters that you needed to unscramble to give her the answer to the word jumble at the bottom. He had no clue. Yeah. But they didn't was, tell you which I like.
1: Right. And I, you had to be observant and see that, mm-hmm. again, I was putting my mind and me and Wendell playing, and baby, I was just seeing Wendell cussing me out, because I could just see myself going down like, ah, mm-hmm. not looking at nothing, just screaming, probably with my eyes closed. So I was Right, like, exactly.
5: Oh. So D'Angelo goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Hung is right behind him. Um... And and she hasn't gone yet So D'Angelo's climbing up for the second time Hung's climbing up for the first time And he says to her, because they're in this alliance together Says, we have to unscramble some letters And so she says, if I get it I'll wait for you and tell you the answer So she's hysterical, but she gets it The word is sauerkraut So there's like a lot of letters And they're not flashing in the right order But it turns, because it's a German word That's also we know in English, so sauerkraut So Hung walks down, she gets it Then she waits at the bottom, which okay, I'm, I'm okay that she waited. Personally, if it were me, I would have written the answer, handed it to Gary, and said, "We're out of here." But she waited, and she waited, and then she, I think that she did something kind of stupid. This so there's a lot of drama going on right now on social media, talking about whether she should have waited. Let me tell you what happened before before we talk about the drama. So D'Angelo gets down. Hung says it's sauerkraut. She gives him the answer. He tells the judge, and then. Hung and she decide they're going to wait or that or they're gonna wait for Madison and Riley who are next. Someone's going to give them the answer, or they give it to Riley because Madison's walking down. Whatever. Anyway, the drama part is D'Angelo and Gary, who came down after Hung and She took the only cab that was there. They took the cab, they left first. And people are like they shouldn't have stolen the cab. There was only one cab. And I'm thinking, mm, first of all, you could tell D'Angelo and Gary did not do anything maliciously I think it might just be like football culture, I'm not sure but they definitely didn't go, ooh, we're taking the only cab they should have either called a second cab for Hung and Chi, or if Hung and Chi did what I think the right thing to do would have been, while you're waiting for D'Angelo to walk down the building Secure yourself a taxi. Right. Give him the answer, and then get the heck out of there. Hung and she then got passed by D'Angelo and Gary, Madison and Riley. Mm, Will and James may have ended up passing them, but Hung is pissed. But but they should have secured a cat. So what okay. are you going to do? So, uh,
1: <sighs> now, is this me or... Ugh throughout the episode pissed and mad hung I was like okay he was turning me on a little bit I was like okay hung but she Mm -hmm. she she Mm -hmm. was kind of like I liked feisty hung and we'll talk about it more but rightfully so and again and watching this amazing race Mm -hmm. I'm learning so much and so I first of all I hate the fact that and again this is because of you Brooke I be taking notes so like I hate the fact that like mid episode I was like oh wait I ain't got my notebook let me go get my notebook and I'm like damn Brooke Turn so, you into a nerd sorry but this is what I was thinking mm-hmm. that like and as my strategy so you pretend to be Wendell uh, mm-hmm. so and if we're playing amazing race ready okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey Wendy Z uh, uh, what's up Bryce <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that I felt like I I felt like I was just in your mind for a couple of seconds and I like the fact that like you just said like thirty things in your mind but you didn't know which one to say for her.
5: I came up with a few things but I was like which one people listen to this so I was like which one should I say? I'm gonna so, go with just that. That's good.
1: So listen Wendell, this is our strategy. Whenever you doing something and I gotta wait, like I feel like my task or your task should be Figuring, like, I feel like the person that's down at the bottom or, like, you know, that's waiting, your task should be paying attention and also, like, thinking three steps ahead. Like, okay, where are the taxis at? Like, you know what I'm, like, right, I don't know, right, like, right, I just right, would have, right, like, yeah. always been like, okay, it's not a lot of taxis where we at, so maybe when we done, we got to move to the right, we got to move to the left. I'm just always thinking three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's all. That's what my my notes say. Three steps ahead. Okay. Well, it's Go ahead. true.
5: Okay, so here's and here's where I start really rooting for Caitlin and Haley. So d- let's see. we got Hung and Chi are gone. Madison and Riley are gone. Will and James are gone. Uh, Gary and Harry are gone. And then you have three teams left. Now we don't know if this is going to be an elimination or not elimination, but we do know there are three teams racing for last at this point. Leo and Alana, Ishmar and Apana Parna decide to work together because they're there at the same time. Aparna cannot, for the life of her, figure out sauerkraut. So, mm -hmm, it's fine. They decide to work together. It's good for Aparna because Leo figures it out. So, they're sitting, they, they don't climb the building 18 times because they know they got the letters and they're sitting there just trying to like work it out. I like that. Nerds working together. I'm a nerd. I'm into it. They did it smart. But then, as they're leaving, Haley shows up and this is where Leo and Alana who are working with Kaylin and Haley, Haley's like is it hard and Leo's like yeah yeah it's hard but you'll get it, it's hard and he might have said something about there are letters but he doesn't say the answer and people were a little salty he didn't give Haley the answer but honestly I wouldn't have given Haley the answer, she was last if you're racing for last all bets are off as far as I'm concerned
1: true, true, but did they not roll black (laughs) did they not roll block uh, Frank you and Harry for them. Well, yes. I mean, I'm just you, saying it's U turn, but saying, yes, yes,
5: just yes. Saying, just they just, did, but. When you're racing for last. Anyway, everyone's gone, and Haley is there. And again, I need a lesson in positivity from these sisters, because Haley has to do it four times. She cannot figure out the word. She's got the letters, but she keeps climbing this building. And mind you, she's climbing 15 flights of stairs every time. So good for her. She does it four times. She can't figure it out. So what does she do? When They're out there on a hotel. She goes inside the hotel and starts asking random people for help, unscrambling random letters for a word that she's not sure if it's English, or German
1: when I tell you that's me all day every day okay
5: and she gets it
1: yes use your resources Mm -hmm. okay use them Okay. And
5: they know they're in last, and they're still positive, and I love it. So that's, that's the stage is set for the drama to ensue. Then the rest of the episode sort of goes pretty quickly. They have a detour where they can either, it says, belt it or belch it. And in belt it, they have to sing in German, dressed up in some ridiculous chicken costume. Um, this German song with this, like, they almost look barbershop quartet except they're not in stripes. They're, but like a, mm, like that a, that like, yeah, exactly. yes, they're Hansen. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're musical today. I like it. Um, So anyway, Will and James do it. They take some two tries, they are adorable. Yes, they are loving it. it. They're bopping up and down, they're hamming it up, and they're having a great time. Ishwar and Aparna, totally tone deaf, but they do it in two <laughs> times and they're dancing around, they're having fun too. I like seeing Ishwar and Aparna yes. like let loose a little bit. Because I feel like they're a little tightly wound, but like when they loosen up, they are so cute to watch. I like them.
1: Yes, Ishwar called me. Um but yes, I like them a lot.
5: <laughs> and then you have Lou, who um <laughs> They do it in two tries. I, they look a little bit stressed, but again, two tries. It's not like anyone's having a lot of trouble. And then Kaylin and Haley come in. It might be the editing. It looks like they do it in one shot. And they are bubbly and happy and wonderful. And again, I need to have a conversation with them so they can teach me how to be an easy, breezy person. And then on the other side, you have Belchit, It, which is a beer yoga class, which I've actually done beer yoga in Charlotte. Ooh,
1: excuse me, because that's, that's what I thought. When, Did you do
5: what, that on cue? How do you do that?
1: So, mind you, back in, like, middle school, I used to, like, get extra points for, like, saying the teacher's name while I burp. Let me see if I can say your name, because that's what I thought of. Hold on, wait.
5: Okay, I want that to be my text thing when you text me. I don't know how I make that a thing, but I want to make it a thing. That's amazing. That's a skill. That is a skill I don't have. Um, so, they have to teach all of these... Um, poses to this class of people taking a beer yoga class in Berlin. So, no one really has a problem with it. Madison and Riley get in and out in two tries. Harry and Gary get in and out in two tries, but they are so funny because I think just their flexibility is not great, and them trying to learn the poses is, they they just bicker. I'm going to call them the Bickersons, and I like it. I feel like they are just so fun to watch, and I don't think they're going to win the whole thing, but I do think they're going to stick around for a while. And I like that because Have I just chuckle.
1: seen, it's like, I forget who they are, but I've seen them on, like, Instagram and uh, Facebook. Like, they're, like, both, like, 95. They're, like, the old sisters. Mm-mm. Have you ever seen them? And they're Mm-mm. just, like, they can't hear. And they're, like, what did you say? I said roll the window up. And she's like, well, I couldn't hear you, bitch. Like, oh, my God, you have to see, like, the old Fighting Sisters. That's who Gary in, how does it feel, remind me of...
5: Well, I'm going to look them up on Instagram. I'm going to send
1: you the videos. yeah. Please, please do, because that's funny,
5: and that sounds about right. And then you have Hung and Chi, who did it in one try, because Chi is amazing, and he was so calm and great. Hung's legs were too short to do some of the poses. It was so cute. but And also, she's still pissed off, so she's not in a very zen yoga sort of place. So she just leads the class very calmly, one try, in, out, the end. <laughs> And then they go to this back alleyway Which is, oh. I think it's Neukrin. Um It's like an expats spot Where they come together in Berlin And uh, D'Angelo and Gary get there first They win $7,500 each I don't think it means really much of anything to them Honestly, because let's get real um, Then you have Madison and Riley And then you have Hung and Chi And Phil says to Hung and Chi He gives them a little bit of the business And he says, you know, the difference between first and third today Was $15,000 Like, telling them, maybe don't be so kind, okay. in waiting around for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you have Will and James, Eastbourne and Parna, Leo and Alana squeak through. Kaylin and Haley get there. They know they're last. They're still smiley And again, because they have a horseshoe up their tuches, Phil says non-elimination, and they jump jump up and down, and they're thrilled. And then we get ready to watch the second episode where everyone is waiting sort of inside near the pit stop where I guess they're going to spend the night and they're all like, oh, the blondes went home and then the blondes walk in and everyone's like, holy mother. And the blondes feel badly because they're using up all the non-eliminations and they're getting them all. And then we have a commercial break where we wait to start like seven, which in my
1: opinion is the best episode of the season. Yes. 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 Yeah. Did you like Seven? Were you a fan of? What I was when, what absolutely they did? a fan of Seven. There were like so many hysterically funny parts that, yeah, I I was here for it. Um, and I think it starts out where they go to where Conkis Con. I- <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Who now? <laughs> Conkis call Conkis call.
5: The country? No Who was the uh, the emperor? Oh I don't I didn't write down his name I'm sorry You might be right I didn't write down the name But I know who you're Yes At the the film studio The emperor Is that what we're talking
1: about? No The 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 the, Who was the emperor Who conquered all of the land?
5: I don't know the answer
1: Oh my god It's like I don't know the answer
5: Yes totally I'm giving it to you Because I don't know the answer Sorry I try and know all the facts I've
1: fallen short. It's quite alright. But <laughs> they had they had to go to the movie studio. Yeah, in Kazakhstan. Which Kazakhstan. Is so was, cool. Yes. And who was the Emperor? Congress I don't know. Oh <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. I don't know. Emperor of Kazakhstan? I'm not no, sure. Well, he like he there's so many movies about him. There's so many, um he, like, first of all, I had like s- 37 wives. Half of the world is like related to him because, like, he has so many offsprings. Uh, huh. con- 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 oh, 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 Kazakh. Kha- 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 oh, I can't say it. Kazakh Kanate
5: Kazakh Khanate. Oh, God. Can him. we edit this? Can we
1: edit this? I'm <laughs> no, back. The, bad the
5: first yeah. emperor from 1465 to. It was first Empire till 1847 Right
1: And mm-hmm, mind you He mm-hmm. had like so many kids And so we probably Related because of him But anyway They get to this I would studio. love that they, Anyway Yes They get to the studio And yes. they've got to pick Two things One of them is You either Have to like Sit in the middle You gotta get dressed up Always here for role play You gotta get dressed mm-hmm. up you got to watch an action or an action and then you got to like answer questions to it or the other one was you got to be in an action movie now Mm -hmm. mind you i was like i don't know which one i would want to pick now i really love period pieces so i probably would have picked the one where you got to sit in and watch Mm -hmm. the action Mm -hmm. so and, and what i thought first of all i have to give uh and my uh, Rihanna voice, a round of applause. Because for the ones where you had to sit and watch the action, and then you have to, like, go to the Conker's Con and answer the <laughs> questions, okay? Babe, I know them actors with a- Leo and Alana was like, bitch, we don't get paid okay. enough to do all of this, okay? Because they probably had to reenact that about ten a times. thousand times. Ten times. They did it ten times and I loved every bit of it, bit of it, bit of it, bit, bit of it, bit of it, bit of it, bit of it, bit of it. Okay? Because listen, baby. Now mind you, now the first time I probably would have just been like seriously, like probably peeing my pants like, oh, look at the horses. And then when they would ask the questions, Baby, my microscopic memory would have been like six horses, two flirts, you know, boom, boom, boom. So Leo and Alana. Really struggled through that, and
5: although her jacket, oh, I loved her jacket. The outfit that they gave her, I want it. I don't know who I need to speak to, but it was so cute like this green, like just it, I, I loved it.
0: It was I,
1: okay, I cool. liked they, it. They got it at Marshall. You
5: just that. you're just hating. No, so anyway, so this episode starts. Leo, by the way, speaks Russian and some Kazakh, right? So
1: you know it's gonna and be first their first leg, which like, means you know I'm
5: it's okay. not gonna be their leg, right.
1: But I was really like, oh, my God, this is going to be it. Like, they going to mm-hmm. kill it. And they definitely did not. I was really proud of Kaylin and Haley, mm-hmm. who had a roll block or a time speed stop, up. a sweeper, speed, or gas station, pit bump. stop, speed, speed bump. bump, speed <laughs> bump with no crossing guard, okay? Exactly. And they had to put these beards on, which was so, so easy. Cute. Now this was my question though. Say mm-hmm. me and Wendell got that speed bump. What the hell was we gonna do? We already got beards. Beards on beards. I mean beards listen, on beards. I ain't, I ain't even opposed to that. But I mean not really, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Who so anyway, they get it. They come back. And they really figure it out quick, and boom, yeah. they out of there now. And people say we're a little
5: complaining that the speed bump is a speed bump is not supposed to take you know an hour to right hours. because this it's supposed like to just be a little extra up. something that is a little extra task, maybe twenty minutes, something that's just supposed to slow you down a little bit, but not cause you to have to take a full stop. So I actually thought it was a really great one. They were great. These two, I, I don't know, they're yes, just I so love positive. I, li- I love they- them. Listen,
1: we sisters, because of Kaza Khan, I'm one of they sisters because <laughs> they really were so positive and so fun and I really what I got from them was that like whether we go home whether we lose which mm-hmm. we halfway across the world we're gonna have a good time now bag. now let's go over to the other section mm-hmm. where they had to learn the choreographed moves now mind you I'm like I don't know if I can remember all of this they had to fight somebody hur, hur. then they had rocks were thrown at them then they had to jump off of the a cliff now I just have to say my MVP of this and I doubt you. You, don't even I, hope know. you say I, I hope you say Eswar. I hope I'm going to say Eswar yes, and a partner. Yes. Because okay, first of all, it's not like they didn't know the moves. They got cut twice because they were not screaming enough. Yes. And the time that they went through, Eswar was just like, Rawr! and the best part for me was at the end uh, with a partner. Baby, she was smashing other people's pots. Yes. Like, I'm like, girl, you're not you. You messing up somebody's clue. They were my
5: favorite. He's very much, he's like, we got cut because I didn't scream loud enough. And And then he went and he's like, (laughs) like they were hilarious. I I have like 18 exclamation points being like screaming like banshees, loving them, here for it. They were the
4: best.
1: Was loving it. So then another funny one that I thought was Gary and Mm D'Angelo. So Mm -hmm. Gary was yelling at D'Angelo because D'Angelo wanted to take his time to learn the moves, which I'm not mad. But then I also felt like, okay, see, here's your weakness. Scary Gary, because when they were doing the choreographed steps, Gary was moving too fast for D'Angelo, and he's like, you gotta keep up, and like, no, actually, if y'all go at the same pace, so maybe if you to put your stick shift in the third and you ain't going <laughs> so fast and keep up with Gary, then maybe you guys would not have had to do it again. So I really feel like their issue is communication.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But they did fine. I think they did it three times. Riley Madison, of course, had to do it once because it was easy and Yes,
1: I, I was loving it. Hey, Hey, Madison.
5: <laughs> Madison, huh? Okay. And Wait, then um, what? Bright I yellow would- or not bright yellow hat?
1: No, bright yellow hat. That's Madison, right? I think
5: that's Riley. Oh. Ooh. The shorter one.
1: No, I like this. I think, Girl, I think you're messing it up. I'm going to look them up. Yes. Google Kong to Kong. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do that too. Yeah, on it. Okay. So, they killed it. <sighs> so, then they have to get these taxis, which was, then. so then they had to go to the meat place. Right? Am I saying? Wait. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No. I mean, No. I no, you're like. something else. Oh, there no, is. Then they something had the Yeah, yeah. They yeah, had yeah. to go to the huts. So, the huts was another really good one because, mind you, I also think I'm putting me in when doing this. I thought. We we would have killed this Because Wendell is a Got a designer eye He would have looked at that thing One time And all Wendell do Is yell at me So he would have just been Yelling me Put the rug down Put this And I definitely Would have been the person To spot the goat's head Because I would have been like Bitch this making me hungry What they cooking over there But here's my thing though So how the hell Do you eat a goat's head this, You like, do eat a goat's
5: head You do but, eat a goat's head And I thought that was Going to be the road This leg had no roadblock That's the only thing That I would point to And say You could have done One other Thing in a season, I think it was 17, it was a long time ago. The season where the first they had the first all female winning team, there was a fast forward, which is something that comes up every so often. One team can grab it, once it's grabbed, nobody else can use it. And there was a fast forward where the teammates had to eat. A, it's either a sheep's head or a goat's head, and one of the girls was a vegetarian. She hadn't eaten meat in like 10 years, but she did it and she powered through in the end. So I thought that once they decorated the yurt the roadblock was gonna be one of the teammates had to eat the, I think it's a goat, goat's head. And I was gonna be like, this is great. This is like just chef's kiss, perfect episode. I don't know why they didn't have to do it. I wish they had. It would have been fantastic. But alas,
1: no. Yeah, but, but my thing is, like, it's bone. So how can you eat it? Like, do they cook it down enough where it gets tender? Because, you know, for, for us, you know, a lot of, like, black people in our greens, we put, like, a smoked turkey neck. And so, like, in our greens, if you never tried it, it's really good unless you're vegan or you don't eat it. But they put a the smoked turkey neck in your greens. And, mind you, the smoked turkey neck got a little meat on it. So I always pick at it. But right. and it's delicious. I was just curious because, mind you, I would have been like, let me just take a little bite of this. Go ahead. Before we go. Come on. I
5: think I want to try it, too, actually. I, yeah. I'm into like When you go somewhere Eat the local cuisine yeah, No matter um, what it bro, is Like bro. I'll try I'll try any food At least once And and that one I think looked cool So anyway They had to go They had a camel Bring their supplies To a yurt They had to recreate the yurt Hung and chi get there first Madison and Riley And one by one They all arrive The secret and of the challenge Is obviously this goat's head The goat head And mm-hmm. Hung
1: Bay bang. She did it again. She did it again. She out did it again. the goodness of her heart. And I'm like, girl, she would have got cussed out. But th- the funnier part of it for me was when they yes, got in the taxi and go back. Mm-hmm. And she's like to cheat. Are you mad? And he's like, well, I'm a little disappointed. And girl, she going to say, okay, well, you got 90 seconds to get over it. And so he's like, I'm over it. She's like, no, 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 no. Baby boy, take your time. Take what your you 90 seconds. You need to be but, mad for 90 seconds. But you need to be mad for 90 seconds. And I'm like, now listen, hung. Now, we can see where, you know, they talk about their communication Mm -hmm. and, you know... Hung reminds me of my mom a little bit Where, okay, she nice You see the sweet side But I felt like in this moment We got to see the the, the more aggressive side of Hung Which I love, okay I love somebody tell somebody off And tell them how they feel But I definitely, in this moment I definitely thought she was kind of looking a little sexy When he was mad I'm like, hey, Chi But I just thought that was so funny Where she was like, okay, girl, you got 90 Boy, you got 90 seconds And no, no, take your time Do what you need to do But it's 90 seconds <laughs> Exactly they're good. They're
2: they're. they're I love them. They're literally. Like them they're
1: literally mom and dad. So it's yeah. just like you know, mom and dad fight a little bit sometimes. So it's fine. So you know, then uh, we see the uh, Kaylee and Haley get there. They get yes. their last.
4: Yes. And,
5: and this is where all the previous drama it all comes to a head right here. Boom. To tell
1: boom, people what happened. Boom. 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 Chicka, wow. 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 Boom. 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 So they get there. And first of all, Riley and my baby daddy Madison get there. They choose not to yield. Mom and dad get there. They choose not to yield. Uh, the the baby boys get there. They've already yielded, so they don't want a target on their back. And I think it was Will that said, like, can y'all bitches play the game? Like, can like you know, like, it, it, this is the amazing race. Like, can somebody play the game? And so, Babe, when Kaylee and Haley get there, they decide because you know, in my Brook voice, you know they're last, so you want to keep your distance between last, so you gotta play it. So they play it against who, 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 They play it against. Wait, who, 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 who will la, love Lana? Baby serves them right.
5: That's what you get. I think okay. we're even gonna do it, Bryce. They weren't even. You could tell they were like, "We're not gonna." We're, should they even start going? We're not gonna. And then you hear James go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Wait, wait, wait!" There's only one team behind you. And James starts, you know, sprinkling the seeds and going, this is really hard. You need the 20 minutes. You need to yield them. And then Madison and Ryder are like, yeah, 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 yeah. you totally need to do it. This is really difficult. They weren't going to do it. And then Leo and Alana are in a cab going, look, Kayla and Haley, they're not going to yield us. We're, you know, we have a good relationship.
1: And then, Mm. boom, 20-minute yields for Leo and Alana. Bet you will, and Frank wouldn't have yielded you. I bet you the track Star Sisters wouldn't have yielded you. to <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, but for me, revenge is served best cold, and I like the fact that they did not expect it from them, and boom, hit him in the face. Okay. And people and, are complaining about the strategy. I think what James did was it was perfect. perfect. Yes. Get get the juices started. Get the drama started. And they've already listened. You know the games don't play. We could throw shade here and there. And they already, boom, started it. And Will and Alana never let it go. They yeah. let it harness them throughout the whole season. And, you know, they wanted to help Kaylin and Haley for whatever reason instead of helping the sisters. Okay? Yes, because I'm going back there because my mind is still fresh. Okay? Okay? And then, out of loyalty to you, Kaylin and Haley, when I was still mad at them, had the nerve to (laughs) roadblock, U-turn, speed bump, jump out of an airplane, garden, Will and Frank. I mean, Frank and Jerry. (laughs) Okay? And so, they did a solid for you. And guess what? When they back was against the wall... They put... They called my neighborhood... Crossing guard, her name was Barbara Wongshing. Okay, she came on out in the middle of the street. (laughs) Okay, while the the red light was red, I mean green, and all the cars was driving through. Miss Barbara Wongshing, shout out to her, my crossing guard from third, fourth, and fifth grade. I used to get her Christmas gifts. Me and my mom would buy her candles. But anyway, that's not part of the story. We called Barbara Wongshing. The cars was driving, speeding by. She came on out in her crossing guard suit and she held up the yield side and bay bay this yield really saved the sisters because had they not done the yield Alana and um I'm about to Leo. say Gary. Leo. were actually pretty good at this challenge. Like, you yeah, know, they he, powered through. They figured mm-hmm. out the the head. I'm like, ooh, child. And mind you, now, I now for everybody that thinks I always just hate on Leo and Alana. Now, at one point, I was like, ooh, though this going to be some shit because they didn't got 20 minutes geo block and they going to get past the sisters. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. And I was even and and if that happens, I was like, ooh, now this is this is even better TV. Like, could be like, uh, you know what I mean? So just ooh, so y'all you be, wanted them to stay. I mean, for the reaction of it, because for the <laughs> fact that the sisters, you call Barbara Wong, Sheena, yield them, and they didn't yield them, and they got past it. So, I, like, at that point in time, I low-key was rooting for Leo and Alana for all you people that just think that I hate on Leo and Alana. No, I don't. Because then I was like, oh, okay, they'll be on for another episode that I can yell at them. But to their demise, they, the sisters beat them, and this was another one where the taxis were a huge issue. And, wait, was this no? Not this wasn't where the taxis were. So then, after you got done the putting together with the hertz,
5: right? Then you had to go to this Zeleny Bazaar.
1: Yeah, and right. like
5: this is where the meat market was.
1: Now, now here's another question for you. Now, mm-hmm. say if I was a little hungry, and I'm like, Ooh, like, and you know, you got a little bit of money. Can I have bought like a quarter pound of meat and brought it back to the hotel? Like, you know, could you have done it? Bryce, that? So
5: you can use your race money to buy anything you want. I, if if I'm being Wendell, and you go to do, I'm gonna slap you upside the head because <laughs> first of all, you need to save every dollar because you never know when you're going to need the money. Like, we, I don't drink coffee, but Scott did, and so the rule was like, you could buy yourself one cup of coffee if we weren't, like, at a hotel where you can get free, get as much free as you can. If you really need it, you get one cup and beg them for free refills. That's it. So you save your dollars. You're not buying a quarter pound of goat head well, listen, at the Zeleny Bazaar to take nothing. back to the hotel don't to cook up in the microwave in the middle nothing. of Kazakhstan at your pit stop.
1: Don't say nothing when I'm chowing away. On some go ahead, okay. <laughs> I want a bite. I
5: bite. Oh, I know I'm gonna want a bite,
1: okay. So then they get to this meat market, and I see that would have been sensory overload for me. I definitely would have been uh, Will and James because I'm like, Bitch, where, where, where? So then they find that it's at the top of the head, and then so this is another thing that was pissing me off. I felt like the workers at the meat market yeah, were was helping, helping people. the people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well you know well it's not normal to have a TV crew and
5: people running around and it's a big but it's a big deal so I yeah the later man. you
1: got there the easier it was the easier it I, the mind people. you I would have ran right up to somebody like where you see the yeah. mm-hmm. where people go mm-hmm. so and this was because weird.
5: you're smart yeah. and you race smart this also would have been a good spot for a roadblock I wish there was some sort of meat eating Challenge meat cooking, meat eating, meat. Now, meat eating, that wouldn't
1: have been a problem for me, but anyway. uh, Um, so yeah, they get it there. The taxis, and this is so Mm -hmm. this is where I would have been great at because back in the day when I was like another random story, but back in the day when I was like in like maybe like fresh out of college, my friend lived in Manhattan, and we used to like, uh, like literally, I was like in New York every weekend, we were like always going out, but it was like in the area that he lived. always so hard to get a taxi and this is before Uber like for us it was always so hard to get a taxi and especially like when we'd be like leaving the clubs like taxis would not want to pull over for us pull over for us I mean you can think what decide why uh-huh. in your mind but I will always be Listen, I would stand in the middle of the street. Like, I would, like, I would, like, run to, like, literally, like, and especially when I had a couple cocktails in me, I'd be like, no, we got to turn down this street and walk up to that street, and that's where the taxis are, and literally... Many drunken stumbers, I always count on this taxi. So, in this moment, I would have been so good. And mind you,
5: channeling your inner Barbara Wan Chang and just getting into the middle of the street and yes. just like, stop, I need a taxi.
1: And also, I'm from the city of Philadelphia. And in other urban cities, I don't know if a lot of people might know this reference, but in a lot of the urban cities, there is also a thing called a hack. And that is you'll see a lot of hacks at like the grocery stores and they are like unofficial cabs. And so you'll mm-hmm. see like a lot of like grandmoms, uh, older people. They're like, I'm just going to get a hack to the grocery store. And that's literally like your neighborhood person who has a car and you pay them five dollars and he'll take mm-hmm. you to the grocery store and wait for you. Baby, I would have been in Kazakhstan getting me a Kazakhstan hack. OK, listen, I got this much money. <laughs> take me here. So they you know, they're struggling. And I really like that because I hate it when they get out. This is another like pet peeve that I wrote on my note. Oh, thanks, Brooke. Uh, Was that I hate when they, like, run out and there's, like, seven taxis there. I'm like, well, that's not fun. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I think a part of when you go to, like, new cities and new places is, like, you got to find a taxi. So, anyway, they struggle with the taxis. You know, Will and James, shout out to them. They got there first. My baby daddy, Riley, and my brother-in-law got there second. (laughs) Hung and She got there third. And uh, D'Angelo and Charlie Wilson got there fourth. (laughs) And... uh, Iswar and Aparna. No, 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 and Haley. Caitlin and Haley got there. I was like, and mind you, when they got there, I knew, I knew, I knew the Titanic had <laughs> sunk. Okay? And I knew Leo DiCaprio, okay, got pushed off that doorknob and was sinking in the ocean. And then my Iswar and Aparna got there, and then near.
2: Wherever you are, your race has come to an end.
3: Yes.
1: Sing it, Celine. Okay. okay. So, needless to say, I have to say... Just want to put this disclaimer out there because, you know, every time I said something negative about Leo and Alana, you know, Brooke was right there like, nope. I mean, her shoelaces were nice. Uh, nope. Leo had great hair. This is what <laughs> I will say. I liked her jacket. Yes. Despite my disdain for them in the race, Oop. I have to say them being in the race really made it that much more enjoyable for me to watch. Like because I always was hypersensitive to what they were doing. So in essence, it made a fun watch for me to watch Leo and Alana play. So I am sad to see them gone. Um, I think that they played a great game. I hope that they have learned a lot about themselves and society and other people. But I mean ultimately, like I really did enjoy, like despite Spicy Brycey, I did enjoy watching them play. Like I did enjoy like being overly critical of them in a you know playful way obviously i don't harbor harbor any negative oh, no. ill will to will and alana i really do wish them the best you keep calling him will oh i'm so sorry I, i'm sorry <laughs> leo and alana
5: no no ill will because we're calling him their name. i was sad to see them go i don't know who i wanted to go i didn't want it to be them but then i'm looking at who's left and i didn't want it to be anybody um I think they played a great game. I think they built each other up. I think they had a great relationship. And now they're happily married, which I love that. Oh, yeah. And because this, this film two years, two years ago. ago. So they were dating for like nine or ten months. And now they've since gotten married. And they've been married for like a year at this point. Wow. And so I, I – and you know I love love. So I – I'm sad, but now the question is, who's your new Leo and Alana?
1: So I think, mind you, that's easy for me because I was thinking about this like, oh my god, who? It, it would have to be Gary and uh, I knew D'Angela. you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like the last on my totem pole, and then it's, it's a tie between uh, Ishwar and Aparna, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm going to probably say Will Ooh. and James only because the sisters really have the fact that they came in the back twice, the fact that they used it a year. Like, you know, I, like, I'm like i really rooting for them.
5: And nobody's helping them. And you know what? I actually, the I'm people, a fan. I don't mind the teams the helping each helping other. Them. Well, right. I don't mind that the teams helping each other, really. But this one was the first leg where they really showed their abilities all on their own. Even in the back. Even having to do a roadblock four times in Berlin. Even having to, like... With the speed bump And nobody Nobody helping them They still came in fifth It wasn't even They squeaked by Without being eliminated They still beat out Another team So you know what girls Bring it home
1: I'm here for it I am too I'm ready for this What is
5: a mega leg In 32 seasons They've never had a mega leg Oh Double distance Double detours Double roadblocks All in one hour oh, Supposedly in, I'm, in India
1: I, Listen Ooh. Listen And mind you That's like literally India Like I was supposed To go to India This summer Like 2021 Ooh. summer But I'm not sure If like I'll be able to go Me and my travel partner Were just talking about that But anyway But yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see Whether or not Grandpa Brookie come Or schoolgirl Brookie come <laughs> For this But yes Thank you so much Brooke for Thank
5: you for having me you. And I'm not against India I just want to say They ask you When you're like Auditioning Where's the one place you really want to go, and where's the one place you really don't want to go? And for me, I was worried about India just because for two reasons. One, just the sheer time squareness of it all. There's just mm. so many people in such a small space. And in previous seasons there has been some issues with especially some of the women contestants not feeling super, super safe.
1: But about that. But
5: more so for me, there are so, so many like stray animals on the streets of India that you I would just be-, be so distracted like just picking up puppies and I would get nothing done. There was a cat near one of our things um, when we were racing and I was like, ooh, cat. And Scott's like, what are, you, what are you doing? And I'm all like, right. the cat. And, and so I'm just, uh, I'm interested to see them go back. I didn't think they were going to go back again at all. Especially, they've uh, last time was, I guess, five seasons ago. So this will be interesting. I'm excited.
1: I'm, me too. But, but wait, 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 wait. Before yes. we go, yeah. I just have to give a huge shout out to Mama Cam High. Because listen, we ain't uh, going to start no mom and dad beef on my podcast. Oh. Hi, Mama Cam High. Hi, Papa Cam High. It's I know, I've said good
5: things about my dad dad. I've talked about my brother and my mom who's now a religious listener to your podcast mm-hmm. says, where's my where's my shout It's up? right so, here. Hi
1: mom. <laughs> mom saying hi. It's from Cousin Bryce. Alright Brooke. <laughs> Thank you and listen baby. I'm going to see you next week on this. Me, oh, hold on wait. <clears throat> on this mega 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 mega, <laughs> mega 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 episode. Alright bye boo. <laughs> bye. Keeping the mingo rolling. I am excited to talk about this new house Wife franchise you know Real Housewives of Salt Lake City And you know the other day I just tweeted Out I said who they watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City And wanna come on the Purple Pants Podcast and chat with me you know Cause we go together and I value My posse and you know None other than Nicole Horn hit your baby boy up So yes Nicole welcome to the Podcast I am so excited To be here I am
3: a Bravo holic, so I'm excited to dive into all things Salt Lake City. I feel like we've known
1: these girls forever already, and it's only been two episodes. I mean, (laughs) yeah. to know them but I kind of feel like they the neighbors that I like roll my eyes at when I'm getting in the car and I'm like hi but I I said this on the last podcast so I mean I feel like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is (laughs) very problematic but also very entertaining at the same time but I really do feel like these housewives they have a coin like they're not like faking it to make it like I really feel like they got some money like what do you think do you really think they have like I don't I I just get money from them
3: know what I mean and they big houses. I mean, I don't know what the land value is in Utah, but it seems pretty high. I might have to go there.
1: Yes. They all wear name brands, but I can't say the name. They all wearing the name brands. You might wear a name brand, but you ain't wearing a name brand. Yeah, you and know what so,
3: Ann said. She said, money can't buy you class. Okay, elegance is learned.
1: Money can't buy you class. Elegance is learned, my, my friend. friend. Okay, I love it when she be like, oh yeah, but So I kind of briefly talked about Salt Lake City last week. And so it was just a lot. And one of my favorite people that I liked so far, I believe her name was, is it who the lady that has the she was married into Mormon royalty? Is that Jen?
3: Uh, I think no. Jen is married to the Muslim guy. So that's uh, way, way out oh, the way, yeah
1: Okay, yeah, no, no, that ain't hot Jen, Jen get on my nerves a little bit I, um, I can't take her Yeah, Jen threw Meredith the party But it was really Jen's party And then, so we can just get right into this Let's get into Hospital Gate, okay So, Jen, you know, her aunt got amputated and I guess she came around the girls and mother Mary was like, oh, it smells like hospital. And Jen got so upset and you know, she was talking to Mary about it. And you know, I really was team Mary in that situation. Like I feel like Mary was like, I didn't say anything about your aunt. All I said was that it smelled like hospital and it smelled like hospital.
3: I'm absolutely Team Mary here. I mean, I know that everybody's uh, family goes through hardships. I know, but Mary had a traumatic experience in the hospital. She wasn't saying that Jen smelled like hospital. She just smelled it, said it smelled like hospital in here, and it was a misunderstanding that Jen took way out of (laughs) proportion.
1: Well, I mean, she kind of was saying Jen smelled like hospital because she came from the hospital. But it wasn't like, I, like, it, it wasn't like Mary was like, oh, your aunt lost. Like, no, she was just saying that she had a traumatic experience with it. But I thought it was so funny when, like, Jen went into her, like, room and all of the girls came and then Mary, like, followed in behind her. Mary has no, she has zero fucks given. Like, Mary just walked up in there and was just like, well, what's the problem? I don't understand the problem. And Jen was just like Just going off for no reason So I'm like Jen You a little team too much for me Um, She's giving me very much
3: Caroline Manzo You uh, mess with me You mess with my family My family were thick as thieves Yeah no it was too much for me And then Mary rolls into the room in her like last season Valentino Looking like a Christmas tree (laughs) With the thick black bra straps She goes what did I do What's the issue here And Jen is just like seizing at the mouth She's like foaming
1: Right. It Yeah, it was Mary's stockings for me that did it. I was just like, girl, why do you have on these white stockings? Miss Mamas, take them off. So the lady that I was talking about that I liked is... What's Heather? Heather. So I like Heather. I I feel like Heather is like the emotionally unstable one. And I really feel like she wants to be like, and she wants like, you know, people to like her. But I feel like you're trying too hard, Heather. I have a neck. I just feel like I, I, I don't know. I just get, I I get the feeling that Heather is like the black sheep of the housewives of Salt Lake City. And she wants to fit in. And we see she kind of sort of forms an alliance. Now who that other girl that's with that just got rematch? But was already married, but the scandal in the Mormon church. So that's Whitney and their cousins. So it's
3: kind of like a family thing where they're kind of aligned because they're like fourth cousins. Like way back in the day, everybody in Salt Lake City appears is related (laughs) in some sort. But they're friends
1: friends as well. Oh, so her name is Whitley? Whitney. Whitney. Okay. So I liked Whitney and I thought it was interesting. And who does she have the, the alcohol conversation with?
3: So her father was addicted to painkillers. So, and in the Mormon church, apparently they believe that um, drug addiction um, is a result of a person's choices. So there's actually a big addiction issue, but her father was able to get help and Whitney stood by his side. So I think we got to see a really nice side of Whitney and it was just nice to see an episode more focused around her because we only got a little bit of her in the first episode.
1: Correct, but it definitely was her dad's black hair dye for me. Like I'm like, baby boy, your hair is not that black. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy you're recovering from your addiction. Now, I was saying that Whitley got into it with, it wasn't Meredith, it was, who does she get into? Lisa. Lisa. Now listen. They look exactly the same. They do, and I low key like, I like Meredith and I like her son. So I keep, I was getting them confused. But baby, so Whitley and Lisa got into it this week because I guess for Whitley, am I saying her name right? Whitley? Whitney. Whitney, like Whitney Houston. Okay. And. Yes, absolutely. I will always love okay I won't forget the children are the future I will not forget Whitney's name now Whitney got into an argument with Lisa because at Whitney's 10-year anniversary it looked like Lisa gifted them some of their tequila and Whitney was like hey I just want to let you know that you know some of your bartenders got a little drunk and you know there are glass everywhere and um yeah like we ran out of liquor by like 6 p.m. and Miss Lisa didn't not take too kindly to that what was your thoughts on that like interaction nicole
3: I didn't think that was the appropriate time to bring it up and if they were going to do it on camera when else. But I do think that Lisa should have taken these concerns more seriously because your employees are a reflection on you and your brand. So if you're if your bartenders are getting drunk on the job, I feel like you need to, you know, deal with that with them. I don't know if they should have done it on camera, but I don't know. Lisa getting so defensive about it was not really a great. Right.
1: So it's like I'm not a huge fan of Lisa, um, but I feel like this is what I was like trying to figure out because it looked like I don't know whether or not if the bartenders were employees of Lisa or whether or not she just hired bartenders for Whitney's event. But I will have to give it to Lisa in the sense that, like, really, Whitney. Like, first of all, girl, if I gifted, like, it don't matter what I gifted you, and it doesn't matter if it ran out. Like, all you have to do is say thank you so much. So I did think it was like a little tacky for her to be like, yeah, like it ran out and they were like, okay, girl, deal with it. Like, you got free liquor, people drink and they get drunk and. you know glass gets broken so i did feel like it was like rude of her and rightfully so it looked like lisa called her after she left the party and handed her her ass in the phone and rightfully so because i just feel like if that was really the issue like don't mess with my brand like you could have called you could have texted me but me if one of my friends did that and like bought me like i i I would have never brought that up and especially not on camera so that seems to be like we can kind of sort of see who the sides are and it looks like now who the girl jen, i keep calling her jen her name not jen it's what's the girl name um the other brown haired girl meredith not meredith I, we just talked about her before uh who is what's the girl name <laughs>
3: Heather, Harry,
1: he- Heather, Heather, Heather. So, it looks like Heather and Whitney are kind of sort of joining forces and, you know, they talk about what they don't like about Lisa. And, you know, it just seems like, you know, Heather's just like, you yeah, know, she doesn't recognize me. She's so dismissive. And all of this good stuff. So, they go skiing. Now, I was really here for the skiing outfits. They definitely came with the Chanel. They definitely came with the, the zebra print. Now... My thing is, I mean, and I, I haven't been skiing in such a long time. And normally when I go to the ski slopes, I listen, give me the hot chocolate and put me on the tube and let me just go tubing for a little bit because that's really like my judge. But I just was so shocked to notice that like, these women with the most expensive outfits like girl y'all on the you on the bunny slope like what are y'all doing (laughs) no they're getting lessons they just want to be with the hot ski instructors i don't blame them i mean now i ain't even mad at that i listen i listen let me get me a little hot little zaddy to teach me how to ski um and so they they went skiing and it looks like after now i forget who the girl that was telling whitney like i really don't think lisa meant it like that now was that
3: that That has to be Meredith, because Meredith and Lisa, they're joined at the hip. And Meredith has her own issues going on that we didn't even get into. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's... Okay, listen, first of all, Meredith is on this show pretending like she married and then the husband is like, We not. We're separated. And let me see your phone. And Meredith's like, I'm not I I I you're I would never look at your phone. Girl open who who you dating, okay? Well, Scott must have been deleting
3: his messages if he was so <laughs> confident. There has to be some sort of side chick in Chicago waiting for him in the other room. He's probably FaceTiming her and then goes into the other room and says, Hi, honey, and that's the side chick.
1: Right. Because their their relationship does seem a bit weird to me that he's like nonstopping. Chicago, but I definitely did get from this episode that he wants to make it work, I'm assuming. Uh, but I don't know. It Mer- now I like Meredith. I really, really do. But I I get sneaky vibes from Meredith regarding her husband.
3: Yeah, no, something doesn't sit right with me with Scott. You know, Meredith's hair is so big it's
1: filled with secrets. <laughs> but the shining star of last week's episode was Meredith's son.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he took the semester off of school just to do confession. Definitely. I can feel
1: and it. it looks like in the the previews that we got, he's mixed up in the drama, too. Like, he don't like certain ladies and he don't want certain ladies, like, coming to his house. I'm like, oh, okay. Baby boy is not playing. It's giving me very much.
3: Remember when Ashley pulled Daniel Stobb's hair at the Porsche <laughs> uh, runway show? It's giving me very much that. And, I mean, I hope he doesn't pull any hair, but I want to. Yeah. Yes, I would love to see him cut somebody
1: out. I would be here for it because listen, he could be, he, they need to add him as a housewife. Okay. Not even a friend of the show. He's definitely giving me Marlo Hampton vibes from Atlanta. Um, definitely yeah, get, give, give okay, yes. I like the fact that they, they hold snowflakes. So not much has really happened, but you know, we do get to see a little bit of Mary and, and, and I, mind you, I watch the previews and like, you know, I follow these like Instagram accounts that like, you know, show us the previews for next week. And so I'm excited to hear more oh, about too, yeah. Mary and her step grandfather. That's just like so uh, weird to me. Um, like, ugh. well, did you
3: hear the conspiracy? Oh no, that her and the grandfather plotted and got away with it. That the reason why there's no mama anymore is because they took care of it and they got the will bequeathed to them.
1: Oh wait, no, hold on, wait. With the mom or the grandma.
3: No, uh, I think they, that Mary was messing around with the grandfather. They got rid of Mama and then made, let Mama put.
1: Oh, Mary no, they, not, don't, wait, what's the name of that movie? Don't, M- Mama killed on the train, kill Mama on the train? <laughs> or, no, it just seems a little sketchy. I mean,
3: who leaves a, an entire church, like a big church, like you Google it, like there's tons of stuff about it, and your your husband to your grandchild? I don't know. Like my grandma's boyfriend right now is
1: 73. I don't know, a little too old for me. But, so I am curious to learn more about mary i mean i don't know like i want to like mary but sometimes like even in in the fight with her and jen when they were going back and forth like i'm just like mary just shut up just tell the girl you sorry and that you didn't mean it that way like why are you like making it about you and i really think that that was the issue between mary and jen was that jen is all about her because clearly she's throwing a birthday party for meredith and it's all about jen so i just felt like i don't know she just felt like mary was taking something from her
3: but Mary is just so wound up. Like, she's even talking through, like, gritted teeth
1: half the time. Like, she's, <laughs> she's
3: hiding something, and I want to know oh, what it no. is. Oh, Murder God, not, not. Baskin
1: not to Carol Baskin, but the last little bit of drama that I thought was interesting was when they went to the ski slopes, they really were kind of like hammering it. Whitney kind of like, I guess, uh, Meredith was like, you know, maybe you should talk to Lisa uh, Whitney, and really like you know, have a conversation so of course, in true Bravo fashion why not, what's the best time to talk to somebody is when we all sitting down, and so again an un-inopportune time, Whitney brings this up To Lisa and again Lisa gets super defensive and I just feel like I I I don't like Lisa but I kind of was feeling her a little bit like girl like why are you bringing this up like why even say that like you know thank you and goodbye like I can understand where Whitney was coming from and so I just thought it was interesting because, you know, Heather could not wait to jump in to that conversation. She like her faces during that conversation were amazing because she just could not wait to insert herself. And she's just like, well, you know, you, 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 you say you didn't remember me. So like what? Like I, uh, I just really want to just like call Jen Heather and give her a shade lesson because it's like you are giving Lisa extremely too much power over you baby girl and i really feel like less is more and i think another thing that struck me as interesting was that the fact that lisa text heather like the night of the party was like you coming to the party girl so like i don't know what do you mean they don't really know each other like they clearly well know right each other. if they're sending each other thumbs up texts <laughs> And I just and also uh, Lisa was like, I guess she said to Jen, like, you know, Heather was a good time girl. And Heather's like, are you kidding me? I, I would have never graduated if I did that. Like, first of all, girl, I just feel like that's a stretch. Girl, you could show your titties in a dorm room and nobody would ever know. And you would still graduate. So I just don't feel like that. Heather's like excuse for it's like I I took an oath I was like girl that don't mean nothing people take oaths all the time and they don't hold it so not to say that Heather was a good time girl but her reasoning for not being a good time girl it ain't flying with me and I feel like it might be some truth to that story
3: now I want to know the if Heather's hiding some secrets I want to see it but I think the root of it is she's a little bit upset that Lisa's the it girl in town and that she claims she didn't know Heather from back in the day when she was a little a, less, a lesser person in the Mormon community but hey like jealousy is jealousy and it seems like it's going to be a season long feud between the two of them
1: and I'm ready for it. Definitely. And I I want to like Heather and I want to be on Heather's side of the feud but from the clips that I'm seeing it's just really giving me that like Heather is mad and like you're giving the power to Lisa like you're allowing Lisa to be that bitch to you because if I were Lisa I would throw Heather the, the exact amount of shade. It's like Heather has to realize like girl like even at that party I would I would have never even spoke to you I would have like I would have saw you coming and I would have turned the other way and walked the other way like girl she damn near threw Meredith's son out the way just to like say hi to her and she played her so I mean I don't know it's just this season is interesting I can't say that I love it I don't want to say that I hate it but I'm like somewhere in the middle of I just kind of sort of like to watch the weird and awkwardness of it like what are your thoughts yeah it's just
3: it's so insane and like Heather said there's a lot of latitude for weird stuff in utah and salt lake city so i don't know how we can get crazier than hospital gate the petty fights that we've seen uh lisa calling whitney a, sh- a swinger i didn't even know there were swingers <laughs> in utah. like there's just such crazy stuff that i feel like i have to tune in for the rest of the episodes no matter what
1: Definitely and that was another thing because and then that was another thing because I felt like I felt like Whitney almost was kind of sort of like admitting that she was a swinger and her not saying that she was like she just put too much emphasis on that. But I definitely did not like the fact that Lisa allegedly threatened her like girl you keep talking about my business and I'm gonna tell you what what Barb up the street told me that you or your husband be opening the doors to your bedroom.
3: Yeah, like Lisa worry about feeding your kids not Taco Bell for breakfast. Okay. Yeah, and we'll get back to it. But. But mind
1: you, can you get me a Crunchwrap Supreme and a Baja? And mind you, I was screaming when she ordered that Baja Blast from Taco Bell. I don't know if you ever had it. It's like the blue uh, Mountain Dew. But ooh.
3: It tastes like batteries, I feel like. It's like a zip. (laughs)
1: No. No, it tastes good. It's like a blue fruit punch. That's when I thought I was going like Lisa. But I don't know.
3: Too early to tell. I feel like we need a couple more episodes because I feel like Lisa's going to be the villain early on. But then she's going to be like a Kyle Richards villain where you actually kind of enjoy
1: her well you kind of like it right well this was so much fun thank you so much nicole for coming on real quick to just talk about all things real housewives of salt lake city now listen purple pants posse if you want your baby boy to continue to talk about salt lake city let me know and if you think you can help your baby boy cover salt lake city then you know what to do dm me send your baby boy a message slide skate tube ski snowboard on the salt lake city and let me know but before we go nicole where can people follow you if they want to know more and see what you're tweeting about on salt lake city
3: so i am on twitter at behind the secret and you'll see me on there with all of my hot takes
1: yes thanks nicole thanks for having me i'm gonna give you two thumbs up (laughs) how dare you (laughs) <laughs> that was another funny thing. Like they were like really going back and forth. But before we got out, I thought it was so funny. They're like, you, you, you gave me a thumbs up, Heather. And she's like, I, wh- 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 what do you mean? I didn't mean anything. She's like, you know, thumbs up mean F you. And then I loved in the confessional. They're like, Heather, did you mean the thumbs up as a F you? She's like, absolutely.
3: Hey, I didn't know about that. But next time, I'm I didn't aggressive. know about that
1: either. I'm like, I thought the F FU was the middle finger. OK, <laughs> hey, they have an emoji for that. Now, why as well use it? Listen, I'm about to start texting Robert all thumbs. Anytime he texts me, I'm gonna start testing Robert. Six thumbs up. I <laughs> have no probably, idea. He'll have no idea. He'll be like, oh, the sex parts. anyway, thanks,
4: Nicole.
1: Bye. a purple a purple hurry It's a purple And we are on to my favorite segment of the podcast, Purple Pants Picks. That's right. You pick... I say every Saturday to my Instagram, Bryce Isaiah, I will post a photo of your baby boy in an illustration, and it says, purple pants picks, drop your topics, and that's the chance you, the listener, yes, a proud member of the purple pants posse, can pick what your baby boy says. Anything from holidays, from gift wrapping, from love, from lock up, from what you like to eat. Anything you pick, I say. So without further ado, Audrey, baby girl, what's the first Purple Pants pick? The first Purple Pants picks comes from Mingo
4: the Geo Pup. And they ask, other than pumpkin pie, what are some good Thanksgiving dessert
1: ideas? Whoo, baby. You did knocked at the right dough So other than Well mind you In my family We don't really have pumpkin pies But what we do have is We go to Walmart And we get ourselves a Patty We definitely get The patty pies If you have it You need to bless your life We also do a pound cake That has been passed down From my great grandmother Mama Madeline But we call her mama We do the pound cake We do a peach cobbler Now, we don't really love a cherry pie, but my mom, husband, John, he like a cherry pie. We do ice cream. Okay, sometimes depending on, ooh, child, that was my my tender. Okay, wait, should I pause this? No, I'll let that be. Sometimes, okay, we do a holiday cooking. My mom, husband, he loves cookies, so we do cookies. But we're a very sweet, well, if you can't tell, your baby boy is very sweet. So we're a very sweet-oriented family. What's the next purple pants
4: pick? Val X baby times three is wanting to know, Rudy Giuliani hair
1: melt. And the great words of Lanithia Leaks, aka Nini, bye week. Okay, I didn't even, I didn't waste an hour and a half of my time on that press conference, but baby, I seen the memes, okay? And good old boy, Rudy Giuliani, looked like he just did a, a quick little just for men, rinse, and... <laughs> Who Chile? If ooh, it would. It's the hair dye for me that was literally dripping down from his face, and I don't even. Also, I don't even know if some of y'all caught it, but he blew his nose with a handkerchief, folded the handkerchief with the snot on the outside, and proceeded to wipe his full ch- chow! What's the next Purple Pants pick by Wig? Hard Rock Hope is asking, what are your favorite Thanksgiving foods? Dot, 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 dot. Baby bull. Okay, so I don't know if it's just me, but my mom always makes an amazing turkey and I always love the skin on the turkey cuz the way Barb season that bad boy ooh so i love the skin on the turkey i know y'all some of y'all might be like what you talk about but if you don't know about the skin you missing out My mom also makes candy yams. So not like the yam souffle with the marshmallows on top. It's the candy yams with molasses, black, uh, not black, uh, brown sugar. Listen, it's the crown royal. Blame Wendell. The, uh, I'm about to say crown royal, but you could probably put a little crown royal in there. The brown sugar, uh, maple syrup and butter. And you cut, you boil the, you boil the yams. Cut them into like little like slithers, and then you like uh you like pile. I don't want to use the term pile them on, but you uh layer them like you're lay layering a lasagna. Ooh, baby, and then my specialty. Uh, shout out to my stepdad, Mister Jim. Uh, back in the day, because you know Barb was married a couple times, so my first stepdad, Mister Jim, who in my mind is like my dad, he. Introduce me to mushrooms so my contribution for thanksgiving is i like to do a little saute mushrooms Ooh, chop the mushrooms up real thin and some butter some garlic some seasoning Ooh, love some green Ooh, y'all listen oh let me wet the whistle because y'all is getting my mouth watering i really love our greens the way my mom make her macaroni and cheese okay n- listen not no easy mac okay but ooh, baby, the macaroni and cheese, the mashed potatoes from scratch with my mom's garlic butter. Ooh. Oh, y'all making me sad because we not doing Thanksgiving this year. But ooh, baby. And then what y'all know about them Hawaiian rolls. It's the rolls for me. What's the next purple pants pick?
4: VA Jill is asking do you have a favorite season would you move somewhere without seasons like LA
1: yes I would love to move somewhere like LA but see the way my budget (laughs) and the way my job is set up I don't know if I can afford it but my favorite seasons are the transitions I love spring and I love fall because that's the t- cause y'all know, listen, I'm based out in Philadelphia. That's the time I don't need air conditioning, and that's the time I don't need heat. I can just roll down my window or roll my window up And I don't gotta pay for that gas bill So I really love the summertime But sometimes I get a little too hot And baby I'm prone to sweat So I love the fall when it's like Warm but cold And I love the spring when it's like Not too cold but it's just getting hot You can wear your little coochie Cutter shorts if you want to You can wear your shorts with a hoodie on So that's really would be my favorite Time of the year And I I oftentimes think about relocating Because the way my mental health health is set up and i am self-diagnosed with like season seasonal affective disorder where i feel like when the sun is not out shining bright you know for a long period of time and it gets dark at like three o'clock i i go into a depression and i really do feel like i need a a change so that is something that i i do want um but You know, it's hard for me because I feel like my family, but I feel like those are excuses. However, off topic, because this is the crown royal and apple juice speaking. I always got the sense that the love of my life, if you listen in hi, but I always got the sense that the love of my life is not in Philadelphia. He is somewhere else. And I feel like I have to go find him, but if he is listening to this podcast, my DMs are open okay Ooh, child it's the thirst for me what's the next purple pants pick puppy underscore
4: core says i'm a witch and my crystal ball shows bryce on survivor again
1: what are you bringing to wear this time first of all puppy underscore core if it ain't hocus pocus or the craft i don't want it okay well first of all those are my favorite witches story but i appreciate that crystal ball um i first of all let me just preference this by saying i was blessed enough to play i've lived out a dream and if i Never play again. I'm fine with that. But listen, if a bitch ever play again, I feel like I don't know what the color theme that they would give me, but you know, I might or may not I may or may not have a Pinterest board of purple destroyed pants. Cause I got to show love to the purple pants badass. So, you know, I will wear some purple pants again. I will wear a cute little shirt, little jean jacket, because, you know, learn from your mistakes, wear long sleeve that you could take off because at night it get cold. But baby, bay, and I probably will wear, you know, another some bomb ass sneakers and some colorful socks, maybe some avocado socks, maybe some rainbow socks. Not that I've ever thought about this before, but if I were blessed enough to play baby, baby, bay, 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 I was saying baby bay and also baby boy at the same time. Again, please blame Wendell for the crown Royale but if I ever play again you already know baby boy is taking it all the way home and if not I'm at least making a merge period that's on period poo. What's the next? <laughs> I can't. Do y'all hear me? What is the next purple pants
4: pick? E Nikki B 24 wants your thoughts on the Rockefeller tree this
1: year. E Nikki B 24. You must be one of my Twitter friends because babe, babe First of all, I need to confirm. I, I need some of my purple pants posse to confirm this for me. Was of my business on the Facebook and I saw, cause you know, know I do like follow the Rockefeller uh, Christmas or the Rockefeller center. They posted this photo of the tree and baby. The tree was giving me very much 2020. It literally, I'm not making this up. Look up the photo or go to my, not my Instagram, go to my Twitter the tr- half of the tree don't even got leaves like or pines or I like it. Look, child, the tree is giving very much 2020. I also shout out to one of my friends on Facebook. They sent me this uh, story about when the tree got delivered this year. It got delivered with an owl and who who an owl in the back of the truck and the photo the owl looking at you like, what's up? The I was like, what what are y'all doing? Like, so I guess the I was in the tree, they didn't even notice it, but baby, that tree need a little roll game or something. Where they need to put that side that's practically bald. They need to face that somewhere where the people ain't gonna be able to do maybe because it's COVID, there won't be a lot of large crowds gathering around the tree, but ooh. it's the struggle for me. What's the next purple? Hold on, wait, let me sit my, uh, I know y'all like, ooh, spicy Brycey's out today. I ain't been uh, this lifted from the libations on a podcast in a while, but listen, just so you know, you get the real and the raw and the uncut here on the Purple Pants Podcast. So hold on, wait, let me just wet the whistle. Mm. Ah, What's the next Purple Pants
4: pick? Legs of a runner wants to
1: know your thoughts on the new Twitter update called fleet baby. It just reminds me back in the day when the Instagram added the stories like Snapchat. So I'm confused, but I do love it. However, whoever was on the Twitter committee or the board, I just know that it was not a gay man because listen, and the gay community especially or i don't i shouldn't even say especially solely for gay men fleet is a brand of an enema that baby you always want to make sure your water is clean if you don't know what i mean by that i can't explain it to you but if you do know what i mean by that baby just know baby boys water is always on fleet <laughs> i'm a mess y'all i am a mess whoo out. hold on i feel like i gotta say that again hold on <clears throat> baby boys water is always on fleet Audrey, what's the final purple pants pick?
4: Ash Kinnan is asking, how did you deal with being the only black and gay person on Team
1: Beauty? So that actually is a really good question. I felt like when we were back six years ago on Kagyan and we broke up into our three selective tribes brain beauty and brawn honestly the first thing that i thought of was i'm the only black person on this tribe and i'm the only gay person on this season from what i could quickly see from observing everyone and my first thoughts were i'm going to be the first one voted out and i don't know if because you know Survivor Kagyan is streaming now on Netflix. I don't know if you could see my edit, but I worked really hard not to be the stereotypical gay man that has normally been seen on TV. And I don't know if you guys are able to see, but I, when we were putting together our camp, I, between LJ and Jeremiah, I probably got... 50% of the bamboo I was such an active member I anytime we needed water I would get everyone's canteen go to the water bring it back I would stay up the latest and stoke the fire get up first I would cook I really wanted to show to my tribe that I was adding to it that I was not you know what you normally see as a gay man that has been shown on television like that was my goal and you know i guess people in my tribe lj and jeremiah saw that as a threat but i don't buy that and i don't think that they're bad people i honestly just don't think they have been exposed to other people like myself and so because I was so friendly and open and talking with them and talking with the girls, they they immediately saw it as a threat. And I've told this story before and I'll tell it again because I'm drinking that crown and apple juice. But anytime I get to go to charity events or I, I get to hang out with LJ and Jeremiah when during the day we have an amazing time. But at night, if we go out, if we have a cocktail, Spicy Brycey always comes out. And I hold a little bit of resentment towards them. And I always get a little combative in a, a loving way. And I always ask, I say them, but it's really LJ. I always ask LJ, why? Why was it that like you were against me And he always says that like I I, I just couldn't trust you For me that always hurts my heart Because I know LJ is a good person But I I just I'm always like What did I do that that Jeremiah did not do And it, it, it boggles my mind but i i i realized that it's my otherness it's that he he experienced more people like jeremiah so that made him more comfortable He's probably never had a relationship with somebody that looked like me, that sound like me from where I was from. And he only had to go off of the stereotypes that are portrayed in the media and in TV of gay black men that they shady. You can't trust them, Like, you know what I mean? And it, for me, it always sucks that I feel like that had a part In my survivor experience However I don't choose to allow that To define my survivor experience I choose to define my survivor experience As that I got to play And live out a dream And win or lose I'm excited that I was able to be a part of history Not only in the fact that You know I got to play But in the fact that me speaking out about my experience with countless other Survivor players that look like me, we actually changed the course of the show. And, you know, Survivor has committed to moving forward 50% BIPOC. And I really feel like for players like me that understand what it's like to live in the margins, because some people just don't understand that. Like, for me, that's my life. That's where I live. I'm an openly gay black man. So I'm used to not being heard. I'm used to not being seen. I'm used to people making fun of me. I'm used to people not taking me seriously. I'm I'm, I'm used to all of that. Some people aren't, and I get it. Some people don't get the fight. They don't get the walk that I walk. But what I am so blessed is that moving forward, The next gay black man that and again, I'm just specifically speaking to myself because I'm excited for any of the people of color that get to play any of the black indigenous people color that get to play. But for specifically for me and my lens, I'm just excited that the next openly gay black male that plays or black queer or whoever, however he chooses to identify himself, that He might have an ally that he might be on the tribe with somebody that knows somebody like him and recognizes that what you see on TV, the negative portrayals is not true and he might be able to go far. And for me, Chile, that's warms my heart, makes me excited, rejuvenates me to watch the show. And so that's just my two cents on whatever, whatever, whatever. But again, I'm not saying anybody on my tribe is, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about anybody on my tribe. I'm just telling my experience and I shouldn't feel guilt in speaking my truth, but I appreciate y'all for listening and I appreciate y'all for putting in them purple pants. Picks. And just a reminder,
4: if your pick didn't get picked this week, do not worry. Every Saturday on Bryce's Instagram and t- Twitter at Bryce Isaiah. That's B-R-I-C-E-I-Z-Y-A-H. Bryce posts the Purple Pants Picks, and it's your chance as the listener to get your pick in. Tune in next week to see if your Purple Pants pick was picked. Purple Pants promotion. Purple Pants
1: it's purple pants, promotion purple pants, promote it's a purple pants it's a purple promotion pants. Pants.
4: pants, it's a purple pants, promotion yeah. it's a purple
2: pants, promote pants,
1: All right, and keeping the menu rolling, I'm so excited for this Purple Pants Promotions. You know, we ain't do this in a while, but you know, I had to make a call to my sister because I, you know, your baby boy played in the sequester minis, and you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but they said a bitch was a
2: legend. Ah! Uh,
1: (laughs) So I'm so excited to welcome to the, first of all, the first time to the Purple Pants Podcast, Brent Walgamot. What's poppin', baby boy?
2: How you doing, girl? What's up? Hey, how you feeling? <laughs> Look, I was like, how is it possible that I've never been on the Purple Pants podcast? And I-, I looked and it's true, apparently.
1: It, it is. that people say it's true. I said, oh, okay. She too. Listen, Big Brother was on. She too Hollywood. She You know, she out here losing weight. She out here getting a face peel. I said, oh, bitch got a new face. She don't know the old girls no more.
2: Yes. You know, listen, let me tell you. I Not only do I not know the, the old girls anymore, but I know the new girls oh, now. That. <laughs> and that was so fun because I was, you know, I was losing weight. People were saying stuff. And then I was, I was having my face did and I had my Botox on. Yes. fill her on. And the yes. whole time I'm like, well, it's because a bitch is single now.
1: Okay. Right? Single and ready to mingle. Yes.
2: And of course, now the real story was I was uh, doing it because I knew I was going to be on video and I was going to be on sequester season four. But of course, I couldn't tell them that at the yes. time. So it was a good cover story that I got dumped. Yes. All things considered.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, the, the children stay in my DMs and the children stay giving me little TTs. So when I saw all of that, I said Mm-hmm. I know what she up to. But <laughs> when they find finally- released it, I have to say your sequester main image gives me life. I'm like, yes, bitch. You better right? serve.
2: I was you... serving for the gods. For but the let me tell gods. You. Yes. Okay. Because let me tell you, we did that on Thursday night. I got in on Thursday night. I rode in the car with Muna and Josh. And then the funny part was, uh, and they're, they're two members of the cast. I, I, I'll talk about them in a second. But um, I, I got, I was in the car with them and they thought that I was there to do interviews for RHAP. So they had no clue that I was on the cast right so i i thought that was really fun and then i walk into this mansion that we're in and we we walk downstairs and i get dressed and they have me do promo shots and they did this promo shot and they and they they said we want you to do something with your hands okay oh. and i had no, i know right and i well, was great, like you, they say they say this the street say you good with your hands man. right and you know i was a working boy for a long time <laughs> and so i i was like i don't know what to do and finally somebody tr conradi suggested that i do this thing with my with my hands sort of in front of me almost like i'm praying but I, I have my like fingers pressed together and so that's what i did they took a picture they showed it to me right then and there and i was like that's it Yes That's it bitch Because that looks hot I didn't know I could look that hot
1: I was like yes
2: I was living
1: for it But yes. for some of the people That don't know Like tell us a little bit About Sequester And what can we expect For season four Well
2: I'm sure a lot of you Have heard about The Sequester minis That took place over the summer Obviously Bryce uh, Participated in a few Of the minis that happened A lot of people In the Survivor Big Brother community Participated They were a condensed format Of the main show uh, Sequester is a live Show it airs on YouTube usually on Sunday nights, and uh, there is a grand prize of twenty five hundred dollars. So that's oh. what we're all paying for. We're all paying for twenty five hundred dollars. So there, there's 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 no money in a mini price. I'm just gonna uh, tell you that. All right, really, right, exactly. So, but there there is there is money at the end of the rainbow here. Um, it's where uh, a certain uh, number of cast members, anywhere from thirteen to twenty, get together. Uh, Audrey casts them. You know, she makes this you know great concoction of people, and she puts them in a house, and we play sequester and. It's just like the minis where uh, we have a twist every round that we have to confront and somehow overcome. But the thing that's different from live sequester insofar as the sequester minis go is that there are battle matches now in the past uh, there have been different ways that you could encounter a battle match sometimes the person voted off gets to throw a couple people into a battle match and sometimes oh. the person voted off gets to see who voted for them and gets to challenge from among those people for a battle match now this is season four so Audrey has kicked things up a notch I can't tell you the tea that oh. sequester bot has up their sleeve oh. but let me tell you it is different than past seasons and I, I i and i'm not just i'm not just i'm not just uh you know, I wouldn't just toot the company line here oh. for you, Bryce. I'd give you the tea. It is amazing. Oh, it is so freaking good. I can't wait. And you know, obviously, I've been I, I've been using my mouth for the past five to six years on our Girl, R-X-E. that's a
1: lie. You've been using it your whole life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have been I have been uh, telling people how bad they've been playing. I've been telling people how boring they are, and and I've been criticizing juries. So obviously, now I get to I get to put my money where my mouth is. I get to eat my own medicine and. Oh. if I can hang with the big boys and girls. So uh, that's what I'm going to try to do. And uh, you're going to get to see how it all plays out.
1: Yes, I'm excited. Well, you know, I'm team Brent. I got a couple of other people. I see my survivor sister Mm -hmm. is on there. I see my brother from New Jersey is out there. So, you know, you definitely are in my top three (laughs) but another thing that I noticed when I saw this cast and because you know I'm in like the sequester Facebook group because I like to jump in and out one thing that I would love to give Audrey credit for is that and you know me I've been a huge proponent of diversity and you know I've been speaking out Um, and we actually got real change from CBS and non-scripted TV shows but what I was really proud of Audrey was the diversity in this cast it's just like uh, this is everything that I want to see on a reality show. So I just have to tip my hats off to Miss Audrey because she did her thing in the casting department. It's just so many, so many people that look like me, so many opposite people, so many different backgrounds, just so much. It's a, literally right. a melting pot and it just makes me want to to watch. And so I am so excited and the the minis really got me into it. I played once, baby boy made the jewelry, so take that, Corgi on. But <laughs> I um, it, I, it really was fun. And sometimes yeah. on like the weekends when I wouldn't have nothing to do, I would like log on to the sequester and watch the minis on YouTube. So I am so excited to watch and root for my people. Like right? just tell the people where they can get it at, when it come on and like, you know, w- yes. what's the tea?
2: Well, well, I'll tell you the tea. I, I, I'm so glad you brought that up about Audrey and her casting because you know what there are more than 50 percent people of color and uh, and black people in this cast okay i was gonna say b-i-p-o-c but there's no i there's no i that's just it's just BPOC. okay <laughs> so uh there is more than 50 percent black and people of color in this cast and you know what i also want to notice something else did you notice audrey didn't say shit about it audrey right. didn't talk about it she didn't toot her own horn she didn't say look at me look what i did none of that like cbs she just went out there and did it and right. put the product out there and let the people see. So I just want to give her credit for yes. that. She did that. You know, Obviously, you brought up uh, your Survivor sister, Shireen. Look, let me tell you, I was gagged when <laughs> Shireen walked up the stairs. I can't tell you any more than that, but I was gagged when she walked up the stairs. I knew that there was going to be somebody from Survivor or Big Brother in the sequester house, but I wasn't sure who it was going to be. I thought maybe a racial Swindler. I thought maybe Jatia. I, I had a couple ideas. Oh, you, uh, you didn't think me? Oh, okay. I, I did not. I, did, I, 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 th- I thought you were busy uh, at the time, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did. I thought it was going to be Jatia. And then when Shireen walked up, I was like, girl, I can't believe Shireen agreed to do this. That's so amazing. And then obviously, Jay west from last season of Sequester. Yes, yes he's back again to try to see if he's learned anything. Obviously, there's a couple people from the Sequester community. Muna. Uh, Jacob and Katie I would say like three of the biggest hitters in the sequester community right Jacob the first two time winner of uh, the sequester mini community Muna a hijab wearing Muslim woman who is somebody you don't see on reality TV all the time but you're going to get to see on sequester and Katie who is like one of my personal favorites because bitch she ruled the 619 mini and showed people how it's done on your first time okay yeah, yes uh if you want to watch sequester it is on sundays starting november 29th that's almost a week from today november 29th uh sunday it is going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern and obviously, if you don't catch it live in the moment, you can catch it in the archive afterwards. It's on the Sequester YouTube channel, Sequester Access, and if you don't know where that is, you can always follow my Twitter. I have links. You can follow me at One Lucky Gay. That's one spelled out O N E. And let me tell you, after playing this season of Sequester and living the life I had, bitch, I am one lucky gay, and I will, oh. I will, I will own that.
1: Yes, <laughs> as you should absolutely. New face, new body. Who this boo?
2: <laughs> right. Thank you, honey so much
1: for having me absolutely thanks again for popping your purple pants podcast cherry and make sure purple pants posse we show one lucky gay some love and let's tune in and tune out for sequester oh oh, who's the freak who's the freak who's the freak of the week who's that who's that Who's that freaky freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? My be me, my might bee, my might bee. And we are on to this week's freak of the week. And it happened in real time as I'm recording this podcast and taking my breaks and, you know, sipping my crown apple juice. Shout out to Z. You know, I'm scrolling through my Insta and I happen to see who what I would say is greatness. But, you know, I'm just scrolling through the the Insta and the first thing that I see is Jay Storet. From Survivor, listen, I believe it's Gen X versus Millennials, and from MTV's The Challenge Star, and they just released that the new season is coming out, Special Agents, and Jay is on it, baby. He posted a, I'm about to say a Survivor, a Instagram reel that says, part one of my morning motivation motivational greatness and oh okay not only that the video is playing celine dion and you know she has a special place in my heart from titanic
2: here For
1: wherever. Okay, we ain't here for that. But listen, he is dancing in some, and y'all already know it's gray sweatpants season. And if you don't know what the gray sweatpants is, I can't help you, but you need to know. Now, he don't have on gray sweatpants, but he got on gray sweatpants shorts and he's shirtless. And he is dancing in the mirror and he is thrusting. And it seems to be a little movement thrusting back. Now, with that movement thrusting back, I don't know, but I enjoy it, okay? And I'm here for the baby boy. And I think I even commented on the post. I said, it's the gray shorts for me and so yes baby thrust away okay i'm here for the the motion in the ocean and so jay is definitely this week's freak of the week and i don't think this is his first time and i doubt it will be his last time so please make sure and yes because y'all know y'all don't always be doing this But I be seeing my peoples, okay, that do do it. And I appreciate you. Make sure you go to his Instagram, JQSIM, and let him know he is this week's Freak of the Week, baby. And keep the gray shorts thrusting. And it makes me kind of sad, though. Because it means if Jay Starrett is this week's Freak of the Week, we have come to the end of another, might be a little longer, but another amazing podcast. I truly cannot thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking with me, from supporting me and listening to this podcast. But please make sure you subscribe to this podcast, which is the Purple Pants Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify. The back of Uncle Pookie Truck, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast is at. Make sure you subscribe. Show your baby boy some love. Write a review. Give me some five stars. I greatly appreciate it. I truly hope that everyone has a safe and happy Thanksgiving. It might not be what we're used to, but think outside of the box and still Enjoy the fact that you're able to experience it with your loved ones. Be safe and happy Thanksgiving. It's a, it's a, it's a. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the purple pants. She's trying to unwind, you better get that box wine It's the Purple Pants Podcast You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants